that scene where he's walking around and he keeps seeing women with their tops off and yeah. Everclear oh. is playing. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, what? What are we doing that's here? That's when I was like, oh, that's right. This is like from... <laughs> yeah, Everclear and Pete Yorn. Yeah, Pete Yorn makes sense, but Everclear, I was like, that feels a little late for Everclear. <laughs> yeah. Even. And Moby, right? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I don't recall Moby specifically, but... There were a couple of, like, shitty acoustic songs that sounded like they would have been, like, cafe, open mic quality, you know? Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, well, I don't want to bring up our last movie, Crossroads, but it's going to be hard to... Sure. Crossroads is another film I think is better than this one. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't disagree, but I guess I really haven't formed an opinion on it. I'll, I will. Over, over t- the next over, yeah, sure. 40 minutes. I'll let you know what my thoughts are. Yeah. Should we shoot for 40 minutes on 40 days and 40 <gasps> nights? <laughs> How good are your editing abilities? <laughs> uh, not that good. Should we just like say all the sounds uh, and then just like Andrew can fix it in post? Should we do it? Yeah, let's, 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 let's get into the show. Yeah, I think it's your turn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is also another thing that we do every episode where one of us says, oh, I think it's your turn this yeah. week. Well, it's, it's cute, right? <laughs> we alternate on the introductions. Yeah, I think you should um, like carve it into your skin somehow and just remember that way and be like real hardcore about it. Like memento? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you should just like leave it up to the gods. Like Dan did it last time on my yes, arm. Yes, <laughs> date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is the one. Do not believe his lies. Yeah. Dan P. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome to 2002, a film odyssey, your number one podcast uh, for all things cinema in 2002. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And we're, we're back again uh, for March 2002. We're yeah. into March. This is our very first March episode. And we have a guest with us. Returning our, guest. Yeah, returning guest and our very first guest for March, uh, <laughs> Kelly Hamilton. That's me. Who listeners will remember from the classic Hearts War slash Crossroads episode. A, a double feature that was for the ages. <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> Oddly enough, it was Hearts War that was the rom-com and Crossroads, which was the war movie. Uh, yeah. Pretty good pass, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, March. Good old March, and, yeah. And now you're back for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. The Josh Hartnett uh, sex comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now abstinence I, comedy. Now, <laughs> before we get too into this thing, because yeah. I, I assume we'll chill out. Yeah, before. we gotta chill out first. Uh, did you guys look up who directed this movie? Yeah, I, w- I was aware who directed this movie. Michael Lehman? Did you? Yeah. No, I he directed. And... you guys would. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, it's impossible for me to watch a movie like this without just clicking around on IMDb basically yeah. the entire time. But, uh, yeah, he directed a movie that is, I don't know, probably an honest-to-God classic in yeah. its era mm-hmm. for, for its specific genre or whatever you want to call it, but mm-hmm. he directed Heathers. Yeah. Oh, what? And then, and then his career and beyond Heather's is super unremarkable. Oh, oh. Yeah, he, he it's also a weird career. Uh, Michael Lehman, right? Yeah, uh, directed My Giant. Yeah, 
It's it's and it's like bad. Besides Heather, <laughs> it's not even not even unremarkable. It's it's and, pretty bad. Uh, the, the truth about cats and dogs, which oh this is the second time that that show has been mentioned on. Or I'm sorry, that movie has been mentioned on this podcast. Really. Hmm. When was the first time? Uh, well, <laughs> that was... Uh, Crossroads episode? No, no, uh, because Ben Chaplin is in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, We yeah, talked yeah, about it right, on the course. Birthday Girl episode. Yeah. Oh, he, six degrees. Between yeah. Two. Kelly, did you ever see uh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs? Uh, no, but... Uma I'm Thurman, Janine no. Garofalo. See, I'm just picturing the Must Love Dogs poster. Mm, yeah. No. Truth about cats and dogs is uh, Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, yeah, adaptation. Oh, or, oh uh, I would recognize that haircut on Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I'm familiar with those bangs. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a Cyrano de Bergerac really? update, oh. which uh, we talked about on that episode, right? Oh, uh, we did. Yeah, yeah. That was our first February uh, movie. Wow. So. Yeah. Only four weeks ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> In reality, we did that January, what, January 5th or something like that? It was right at, yeah. Early January. First week of January was when we started February of 02. So it's taken us uh, seven and a half months to get through one month. Yeah. Wow. So are you going to pick and choose the next the next ones? No, we're doing them all. Oh no, we're not. We gotta, oh. we gotta maybe pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Some... But also, like, if this show lasts seven years or whatever, who cares? That's fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's our twenty like fifth anniversary of this. Yeah, it's our thing. We're the two thousand two guys. Yeah. yeah. We want to become the uh, author authoritative uh, voices. Yeah. On two thousand two, you know, like you want to know about two thousand two, you come to us. We've yeah. seen every one of them. That's a a tough year. The film historians of 2002. (laughs) Nobody asked for it. Uh, Michael Lehman also did Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Which is a notorious bomb with Bruce Willis. Uh, He did Airheads. Wait a minute. Hudson Hawk. What was like the kind of character that Bruce Willis played? Was it like... He was like a a thief. Yeah. Alright, I think I think I just... The, in on it, the poster, cool. you know, I've actually never seen all of Hudson Hawk. I've seen bits and pieces, but the the poster is him like it's uh, like on a rope. Yeah, he's like coming down. Oh, okay, like yes, from yeah. the ceiling on a rope. Yeah, and I think he's got a cape on. So he's a character. You yeah. Could say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hudson Hawk is considered very bad, I believe, mm-hmm. unless there's some recent cultural reappraisal for some reason that I'm unaware of, which yeah. happens constantly with movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was going to say, one of Michael Lehman's other movies is Airheads, which is a movie that people like. Love. Yeah. I but love that movie Airheads. got bad reviews when it yeah. came out. Oh, but, yeah, who knows? Like, a year from now, Kino Studio Classics could put it out, or, like, all of films, or one yeah. of those yeah. boutique... MVD, re- yeah. their MVD Rewind, Rewind collection. Well, yeah. actually, I think one of those did put out Hudson Hawk. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked anyway yeah. if that happened. And I'm not shitting on these movies being, like, reappraised. I think it's cool, even if I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't... Maybe that one, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen that movie, I guess. But, like, yeah. that one, I don't know if I'd fully buy. But, yeah, it's cool when, like... I don't know, like, 
when I think of that, like one of my favorite movies of all time is Heaven's Gate, mm-hmm. and that's a that was a movie that people just were like, "Oh, that movie's a huge stinker," or yeah. whatever for decades. Yeah, because it was a a huge like financial failure. Yeah, which is yeah. so weird. Like, why why does the why does the average moviegoer give a fucking shit? Like, what the like production dis- disaster was yeah. or whatever. Like, what do you care? You didn't. Work. But that's what happened with like but, Ishtar yeah. and yeah. Waterworld. Oh. Another Waterworld. Another one that's gotten reappraised. Ishtar has as well. Yeah, yeah. People really like Ishtar because Elaine made it. Then I've never seen. Ishtar. Neither have I. You ever <laughs> I, seen Ishtar? Absolutely not, but I've talked about it on many occasions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a bad movie, right? I mean, that yeah. that was what people said, but I think a lot of people think it's actually good. Is this no. the, like Dennis Ho- or Dustin Hoffman? Or yeah. It? Is D- it? Yeah, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman oh, and uh, Warren Beatty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it's I got some it. jokes that probably a bit problematic uh, by oh. modern standards, oh, which is... Adam. Not uncommon in yeah. basically every comedy yeah. made before, I don't know, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like we're going to go back to this topic when we get into our... Uh, oh, sure, this movie's full our main, of it. Yeah. Our main course movie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. What did not age well is, uh, is a major theme it's, of... So far, 2002? Yeah, yeah sure. All the comedies that we've... Yeah. Talked about so far. They I made... mean, except for Monsoon Wedding, which is kind of a comedy, but like all of the mainstream studio comedies that we've done yeah. have all suffered from that. Like, honestly, I would say Kung Pao is among the least problematic, which is baffling. Which is not what I expected. No. Yeah. But yeah. It's a lot of the comedies they make you go, like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't. So I, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah. And I didn't remember it being uh, that way, but that's also because the last time I saw it was like two thousand two, two thousand three. Think it's super Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's like pretty bad. Like, uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, like yeah. that the way they t- the way basically every character talks about women. Yeah, in in this movie is pretty. I- pretty rough <laughs> i know i'm like jumping ahead because we're not into the 40 days 40 nights discussion yet but 40 oh, minutes oh. on 40 days of yeah <laughs> oh yeah we gotta hustle if we're gonna well do this we can time. we can do 40 minutes once we actually get to 40 days of 40 nights yeah, that yeah. Can be our loophole and yeah, we can yeah. Do, so like, we're gonna talk about pre-40 40 yeah. nights and we then can... we're gonna talk about middle before 40 yeah, 40 yeah. Minutes. okay we, got, like we gotta figure uh, out how gotta, we like, can so, yeah. so let's let our listeners know we're gonna try to do this in 40 minutes <laughs> and then we got our friends taking uh like betting on it mm-hmm. yeah if yeah. we don't finish this in 40 minutes the shack is blowing up <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah michael morona's coming by on, on, a, on a bike we are done <laughs> yeah <We're> done <laughs> um i i just recently watched uh speed Great Let movie. me tell you, oh gosh, it does not get much better than that. I just love the speed, the, the uh, scenes of the driving. Not yeah. that anyone can see this, but it's really funny if you're seeing what my arms are doing. One of the best action Kelly, movies. Kelly's in the 90s. pretending to move a big steering wheel. Yeah, uh, but yes, exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. but yes, one of the best mo- action movies in the nineties. Maybe even one of the best. Clipper ship. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even one of the best movies in the nineties. Uh. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the 90s are my favorite decade for movies, so it's hard for mm-hmm. me to say for sure, but yeah, great yeah. movie. Say it right now. 
Speed was your favorite movie. <laughs> I refuse. Okay, fine. Then you hate Speed altogether. You yeah. wish it were never born. I mean, if if those are my only two options, then yeah, I guess I gotta. You heard I gotta it here, disown folks. Speed. Yeah, sorry, Speed. Dan <laughs> hates the '90s, and he also <laughs> hates the Speed. Sorry, Jan de Bont. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that that actually is perfect because. Uh, uh, as you probably remember, we always like to, before we get into the movie du jour, um, we, we like to chill out as mm-hmm. Andrew. Coined uh, by has, Dan. Uh, that, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> no one's ever used the phrase chill. <laughs> chill chilling out. Chill, chill. Oh, sorry. Uh, so we, we, we like to talk about what, what else we've been watching besides, besides the film of discussion. Yeah. So, besides Speed, have you watched anything else recently? Um, yes. I was actually really excited to let you guys know, because I was, like, finally making a, taking a moment to just remember, and then we pushed a week, and I was like, well, it's all gone to shit, but I've watched RRR. Oh, oh yeah. I really want to see have that. Have you seen that? No. Me uh, too. That's, like, mythical. I've heard nothing but great things yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's, it, it's very enjoyable. It's really long, right? It's like three hours, yeah. but I feel like at this point, like, I'm not going to watch it all at once anyways. I'm going to have to take a little break, a little breaky. I, I'm just stuck on my 40-minute kind of uh, sections of viewing time, but that was really good. Have you seen the trailer or anything? Have you heard I, anything I've about seen it? the trailer. I haven't seen the movie, but yes. Yeah, I've seen the trailer, too, and I've read a lot of really good things about it. I want to see it, yeah. And, wait, you you have watched it to completion at this I've point, or finished it. Okay. yes, yes, yes. To be clear, I I watched it probably over the course of like three days, mm-hmm. but uh, really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. I got I got to check it out, especially just because there hasn't been like that many like, nothing to really talk about. good twenty twenty two movies yet. Yeah, like, Batman. I I liked Batman. Yeah, um, I also like Batman. My favorite movie of twenty twenty two is still probably The Northman so far. Um, but yeah, like in terms of like stuff I really love, there hasn't been really all that much, but I did like Batman. Yeah. yeah I think I watched the Northman largely with like no sound on. Mm. Cause I was like, I just need to get some shit done. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you made it a background movie? You were like oh, yeah, getting worked in? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd give it a proper viewing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, hold on. I did see it. No. Um. <laughs> Are you thinking a different movie? No, I definitely, I was definitely talking about that movie. Yeah. And then, what was the other, I was trying to think of other weird, I feel like I've watched weird movies. Um, have we talked about every, no, we did talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. I think um, last time I was here. I mean, I think you and I talked about it off mic, but oh, that movie oh. came out for sure since moved our last me. episode. Moved me. Moved yeah. me beyond anything. So that was really great. It sounds like there's rats. That's the, uh, the I, fan. I guess we could let our listeners in on this, you know, <laughs> yeah. this uh, this thing that's happening. So if if the mic even picks it up, it, it might not pick it up. But we're, as we've said on previous episodes, we're recording in an outdoor shed, and there there's a, a fan above us that's making a squeaking sound. 2K2 HQ. Yeah. I actually really like the theme. Like, if this is the bunker that's going to blow up if we don't record this in 40 minutes, like, Uh of course it's going to have rats in it. There's a leaky pipe. (laughs) Yeah. It does kind of sound like rats. There's a dull 
saw in the middle of the room that we yeah. can't quite figure out what mm-hmm. it's here for. You, like, this reminds me of, Andrew, you, I'm, I'm sure you remember, but... Probably already know what you're about to say, <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Please. The house blowing up in heist? Oh, no, no, no. I <laughs> thought you were going to talk about the... Uh, the uh, the ferret scene from Too Fast Too Furious with Mark Boone Jr. Oh no, okay. I was just gonna say because she was talking about the shed, the the shed blowing up the yeah. shack, and it just made me think of when uh, you uh, filmed your t- you filmed the movie Heist on your television with a video camera because there's a scene where a house blows up in that movie. It's like a it, shed. It's like a shack. It's like a shack. Yeah, uh, and it's like it was like, it was a stand-in for this shed, right? Yes. You shot yeah. this shack. You shot this shed. <laughs> you shot this shed, and then it cuts to a shot of your TV. Yes. Where the scene from the movie Heist with, yeah. with Gene Ackman, where the shed blows up. Yeah. yeah. That's a very inside baseball uh, thing to bring up. Because... Well, that's what I thought of when she was talking yeah. about the shed blowing up. But that was from like a short film I made in high school about like a, a bad action movie, and you see like a shed and then it, it cuts to <laughs> and a very like different shot of a shed exploding i think we just need to blow up some more sheds yeah sure yeah uh i actually can't even remember what that short was called like uh like she shed he shed like uh death death point or something like that i don't remember it was like that's a, really the only thing i remember about it was the shed. yeah well, nobody will ever see it, because I don't even know where a copy of that is. It might so. be in your garage. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have access to a copy of He Said, She Shed, we please immediately contact us via Instagram. Yeah. If someone has access to that, I'm worried that someone's rifling through Andrew's like trash cans or something. I repeat. Because that was So they are definitely listening. Yeah, because that wasn't even in competition at one of our high school film festivals. No, that wasn't yeah. one of those. That was, that was just, yeah. just a, That was just for fun. Just a private thing. Huh. Huh. Well, we got, I think, pretty off topic. Sure. Okay. And we're trying to do this in 40 minutes. Well, so. no, 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 not this part. Oh, but this Once the... we get to 40 days and 40 nights, that's when the our 40 minute timer That's when the in. clock starts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How much time I got left? Uh, well, unlimited. 40 minutes. We can, we can talk for as long as we want before we get to the movie. I yeah. mean, but obviously. Yeah, All right. We don't have to. So, but you you weren't done. That I saw. I mean, out. I definitely. Yeah, I feel pretty chill. Um, nice. Again, Very it's nice. really cold in here. There's leaky pipes. Um, rats. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think I've seen much more. I mean, I definitely have, but there's no way I'm going to remember. So if you guys start talking, I'll probably just again just interject. With yeah, my own you'll memories. jump off that. Yeah. Um, r- really quick, I thought. I just like thought it was funny how different guests call um, the chilling out section different things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Chris called it chilling with Dan and Andy, and uh, <laughs> Micah called it cool time. Cool time, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to. We should keep like a spreadsheet of what everyone yeah. calls it, so yeah. that when they come back on, we call it, we refer Ooh. to it. As, yeah. As that. So do you have like? Do you have a name? Uh, yeah, for like this, to call this, this segment? like segment, like um, uh, chill like, time. Shit, no, not that's that. pretty close to like that is pretty close. Yeah, like uh, uh, having um, fun with Kelly, Dan, and Andrew, and relax and all cool. I feel like you guys are just teaming up on me. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna think on it. I'm yeah, gonna, think I'm about it. Sure. The, I'm gonna let yeah. the mood hit. I'm gonna chill a little longer. I feel like I need to chill again. Yeah. Um. So you're that's everything that you've seen lately. Yes. Uh. 
I should probably go next because <laughs> I have uh, watched probably two movies since the last time we recorded. You're slacking. I'm, I'm slacking. Um, and one of those movies was 40 Days and 40 Nights. Oh, great. Thank goodness. You know what's um, funny? Yeah. Uh, we can say this now. Uh, we share HBO Max, you and I, uh, now. So <laughs> yes. now HBO has in their, like, data or whatever the same person watching 40 days and 40 nights within 24 hours (laughs) like again yeah like like in their system it shows like i just started it over the next day i'm like yeah all right let's do it again this guy loved this movie (laughs) the stuff that's gonna be like like recommended to you right now it's gonna be yeah boys and girls Mm -hmm. um this uh uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, Chasing Amy. I hope you're. I hope you're ready. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I already get pretty terrible recommendations. I think my dad or some my dad or someone someone I know uses my HBO Max also. So sometimes there's randomly these movies that are just fully watched to completion mm-hmm. that I would never in a million years even consider watching. And I'm just like, who is doing this on my account? Because I don't think I've given my account to like that many people. Um, it's very strange. There's some there's some weird ones in there sometimes. Do you have one example of a weird one? Yeah, like what is a genre that gets like? I was um, getting for a while. I was getting like really like indie um, like lesbian dramas, mm. which honestly I like. I've I've discovered a lot of really great films that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, I mean, the most recent one that I can remember seeing on there, I guess, is not, like, that weird, but, like, someone was watching Perry Mason, the new Perry oh. Mason on my account. That's which not is, a dad thing. It's okay. not, it's, yeah, I was, it's, I was gonna say, I wouldn't mind watching that Perry Mason. I, I, <laughs> You've crossed over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I thought about it, but, yeah, that, that, that's not really that extreme of an example. I'd have to look... You can really notice it if you just like click like comedy or whatever in HBO Max and then just browse because then I'll be like I did not watch this movie <laughs> uh, and it shows it's fully watched so um, I, maybe it's just a bug or something but I I doubt it maybe my dad's because like I remember I remember seeing my dad watch one of the Medea movies on there or maybe it wasn't <laughs> even my dad whoever did it yeah but I was like I haven't watched that movie I didn't do that. <laughs> So, and I was just very confused by that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, on my Netflix, I, I don't know who has my password, but I get, like, fantasy stuff that mm. I don't really watch. I know who that is. You do? I do. Do you share your Netflix with Travis? Or have you? I no. This. I love this, like, friend profiling. <laughs> well, I thought I had an answer. Uh, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, I don't think... Oh, the mystery remains. Yeah. I don't think Travis has uh, uses my login for yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess he wouldn't because yeah. he has his own. I don't like know. Penny Dreadful and that kind of stuff. <gasps> mm. Well, there you go. Good starring Josh Hart. Oh, starring Jay Hart. Oh, I haven't seen Penny Dreadful. Neither have I. It's on my uh, list of things to consider watching now that I've researched Josh Hartnett mm, in two thousand two. Yeah. Right. Is. Yeah. Uh, well. So we can get closer to talking about 40 Days and 40 Nights, since we just had a bunch of really good potential segues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you use whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go next for what I've watched. And the only thing that I have watched 
in its entirety is uh, unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, the Nick Cage. Oh. We saw that in the theater. Oh yeah, you saw it. That was great. You liked it. Oh, so good. Did you? I I had issues with it. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I like love just like wholeheartedly. I feel like Andrew takes a dagger to it. Sorry, just, like, mm-hmm. I didn't mean. Big toe, and you're like ah. <laughs> Okay. Maybe because I'm such a, a Nick Cage head. Maybe, like, because I'm such a big fan. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I only say that because... Do you think Nick Cage would want you to say right now that he thought that you had no, no, issues no. with it? No, no, I don't think that, but... Then how much of... Do you even care about Nick Cage, or is it about <laughs> Andrew and but Andrew's thoughts? I thought the movie could have been more on Nick Cage's side. Do you, do, Dan, do you know what I'm saying with that? Because uh, no, elaborate. Yeah. So, like, we we talked about this on the last episode because Wicker Man came up that at like a certain point, Nick Cage like turned into a meme, right? Right. Like around. I don't think that was that movie. I think it was like a decade of movies, but like around the late aughts. All right, all right. I would say it. Wicker Man's definitely the that's the, what like, main catalyst yeah. of that. That's yeah. what sealed the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. Like, this movie, the the comedy was, like, I don't know. I, the, the irony didn't work a whole lot for me. Like, every character, like, who talked about Nick Cage in the movie was like, oh, wow, what an acting god. And the whole thing felt a little, like, epic bacon internet-y to me. Yeah, I get what you mean by that. Like Kevin Bacon? <laughs> no. I'm just like, like, this sounds like a great inter- like, piece of the internet. You remember yeah. how a few years ago people were just like, oh yeah, Bacon is so epic. Like that was just like a personality trait of like a certain like type just, of people. That's just like trending, right? Yeah. Because I feel like now people would be like, fuck, uh, <laughs> cauliflower rocks. <laughs> Hey, yeah. cauliflower's pretty good. Hey, cauliflower is... <laughs> I like cauliflower I, pizza. I swear I do to God, too. you guys say one more thing off trending. <laughs> hey, I like well, it because it's a lower You guys are supposed to be more counterculture. <laughs> really? Okay. Like the Nick so, Cage movie and hate cauliflower. So, I, I don't think the Nick Cage movie's awful, but... No, uh, no. But, I, yeah. I did like some things about it. Like, I, I did think he was having, like, fun playing a version of himself. How did it end? Can we t- can we get into that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could say spoiler alert right spoiler now, alert. and then talk about the ending of that movie. Yeah, fast forward like a minute if you don't want to. Have yeah, the movie if you spoiler. don't want to know how the unbearable weight of massive talent ends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it ended with uh, them. Well, it turns out that um, Pedro Pedro Pascal. Pascal was not actually the drug right. dealer; it was okay. his cousin. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Like, have a shootout or whatever. Yeah. And then they end up making the movie that Pedro Pascal wrote. Uh, So he's, like, in Hollywood now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that sounds perfect perfect to me. Yeah. You know, I thought it was fine. I just... A lot of the the comedy didn't work for me, personally. I like... When they got stoned, I was like, this is my kind of movie. I like the stuff, like, they kind of joked about his... uh, uh, His acting style. The... Uh, what does he call it? The nouveau shamanic mm-hmm. acting style. Like I like that kind of stuff. Oh but all when the, it all the heady stuff. When it got into like everybody being like, "Oh, Nick Cage is like the the best actor that Dude's ever walked legend. walked the earth." Yeah, that just like 
like it just read as like well this is supposed to be funny because he's like this ridiculous over-the-top actor that nobody takes seriously yeah but he actually is a really good actor but he actually is in my opinion <laughs> i just watched moonstruck last night yeah so actually that's something he's, I watched. Yeah, he's fantastic in moonstruck i think we should call this segment moonstruck talk <laughs> Were you just talking about Moonstruck? Every no, time? I just like the name Moonstruck. I think it has a good vibe to it. Yeah. And I would like to that to be considered the title <laughs> of this segment. Moonstruck talk. You will remember. Sure. Make a note. Get mm-hmm. your Excel sheet. I'll write it down. Uh, but I didn't hate it. Like I would probably give it uh, two and a half out of four stars. I was, I think, a little lower on it than you, but yeah, yeah I thought it was all right. Yeah, um, I didn't care for it all that much, but it was basically what I expected it to be, which was fine. Um, did you? Did you have you any other? No, I, I just disagree. And <laughs> That's fine. I hate you, and I, and I think you guys are wrong, and we're gonna blow up in this stupid shed, and uh, just what. Oh, now I think I see the sparks sparks <laughs> igniting. Yeah. Uh, you just hear, like, an evil... <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? But I still hope Nick Cage makes, like, three movies every year. Yeah, I, I think you and I were talking a little bit after we watched it about how, like, okay, maybe that movie wasn't our favorite, but... Like, we were hoping it would kind of put him back on the theatrical movie landmark again, because he kind of, he does a lot of... world do that? Wally's Wonderland? Um, that that probably... Yeah, I I mean... I would put this up there with Mandy. Like, every few years, he does something that gets him some, like, critical attention. Yeah, I mean, Pig was really good from last year. Like Pig, uh, uh, Joe, I think got some, yeah, some positive. I mean, th- those are similar zones for him too. Yeah. But like, I mean, I looked at his upcoming movies and like, he's I think he's got four movies and like three of the four look like they're probably all straight to video yeah. movies or straight to streaming maybe, which you know whatever he's you getting just get paid. Like a Netflix deal. Yeah, yeah, like Sandler. Absolutely. Yeah. Make like Sandy Wexler, too. <laughs> oh my god, a Sandler Cage movie? I'd see it. I would pitch that. In a heartbeat. Absolutely. Oh I'd my see god. it if it was done by like the Safdie brothers or something. Yeah. Wow, man. Uh, you know, I, I would see it even if it was like... If done it was by Happy like Madison Yeah, movie. if it was like... Yeah, I'd see you that. Know, of course. Like a Fred Wolf movie. Like uh, Hubie Halloween too, oh, and it, Hubie's, it. Hubie's cousin is Nicolas Cage. You you uh, you liked Hubie Halloween? I did. Really? I really enjoyed. I think, I'm actually excited about the fall. I think we were all mankind fond of Hubie Halloween. I, yeah, I think Hubie fun. Halloween blew my expectations. Yeah, or blew my expectations out of the water. It's yeah. It's funny. Oh, pretty sorry. low. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you said something about fall because it did have like. Very nice fall vibes. Yeah, you don't get it. like you don't get like that many movies that like capture that like sense of just like oh that feeling you know like oh just like the yeah the cold scary ass streets yeah of the suburbs. I mean, you it, know? it did feel a little bit like the original Halloween, like some yeah. Movie. yeah I was just gonna say that like but honestly, like, e. T., like the best scenes in ET, like walking around in their costumes. Sorry, yeah. Andrew. Uh, I was just gonna say like Halloween is what I think of as yeah. like the ultimate fall movie. It's, Absolutely, it's funny because that movie was shot in Pasadena. Yeah, uh, and if you go to those neighborhoods, 
they look awesome exactly place. the same. Like yeah, and it looks like that like all year round. Is like to spend Halloween in Pasadena. It's year? a great. It probably it's probably a great place to spend it if you yeah. want to kind of like get get in that mood. Um, well, sure. We could go to Pasadena sh- for Halloween. Should we just like do a Huey Halloween day? Sure. Sure. What did he have? Do he have like donuts? What kind of thing? He, he did something weird, right? He had like uh, a thing in there. Hubie, I haven't seen it. What year did that you come out? That was oh no, no, I'm sorry. I'm I haven't seen it since. <laughs> that uh, was 2020. So angry. It was like that was a movie that came out uh, when like very few movies yeah. were coming out. It was like yeah. during lockdown. It was last, and, probably last October. It was two. Like it was second. It was like right before it was a, it was October 2020. It was the first. Yeah, yeah it was 2020. Maybe. Yeah. That makes sense. I hadn't seen either of you for months at that point. I don't even know what year it is. Yeah. Yeah. Time, Time, time's lost all meaning. <laughs> it's 2002 yeah. in this room. Yeah. That's true. That's what... 2002 HQ is what mm-hmm. we call this. Right. Uh, yeah, so the Nick Cage movie was the only thing that I watched since the last time we recorded. I, I did um, start the movie after Yang. Uh-huh. But uh, I had to pause it and finish it at a later date. But <laughs> <laughs> like you, I have to watch things in increments because yeah. I'm a little busy. But oh, on the next, not quite like me, but I, I appreciate the respect. But on the next episode, I will have finished it. Uh, but so far, I'm enjoying it. Oh. So that's my official that's review: is that the first uh, sixty minutes are very good. I've seen the opening credits. To after Yang with the dance, yeah, which is not indicative of oh, I know the rest of the I movie <laughs> at all, but yeah, uh, but yeah, the, yeah, it's a cool opening sequence. So moving on, uh, all right. Well, I guess I've watched the most stuff, which I guess I was expecting. Uh, I watched, I watched. Don't look now, the 1973 Nicholas Rogue movie. Uh, with Donald Sutherland and Julie mm-hmm. Christie. Uh, a really good movie. I like that Mystery? a lot. Mystery movie? Thriller? Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like a psychological horror Ooh. movie. It's right. very good. Yeah. Uh, we should probably uh, say again, Dan, that you have given yourself uh, a challenge to watch. Yeah, so I'm trying to watch 31 Criterion Collection films in 31 days for July. Really? Uh, so... I have fallen off the last couple of days, so I'm a few days behind. So I think I've watched 14 total, and it's the 19th. So I'm gonna have to have some two a days here at the end, at the end of the month. So I don't. I I'm gonna have to just like spend my days off from work, like watching like three or four, I guess. Yeah. Do you uh, own 31, or are you, like, renting? I I own quite a few, but I also have the Criterion channel, the streaming service, so. Yeah. Um, so I watched that movie. That movie's really good. Uh, I watched a very similar movie. Like, when I say that, I mean, like, you watch the two, and you're like, wow, these movies are <laughs> basically the same movie. Uh, the Brood, uh, the yeah. David Cronenberg movie, which mm-hmm. shares a lot of thematic elements to um, Don't Look Now, including mm-hmm. the fact that, like, uh, the main guy in The Brood is also, like, a restorer of yeah. an old uh-huh. building, which is what yeah. Donald Sutherland is in Don't Look Now. Yeah. Uh, but it's not Same like, here. it's not like a, uh, no, 79 was The Brood. So The Brood came out, like, six years later. Yeah. But, like, 
it's not like an issue, but you are just like, wow, there are a lot of similarities. Um, I, I, I like the brood. The brood's fun, but I, I prefer Don't Look Now. I think Don't Look Now of, is a better, of better two. film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Drive My Car um, from last year, which is probably my new favorite movie from last year. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, really okay. good movie. I gotta check that out. You Definitely. Should, you should post these on your Instagram. Uh, I post them on my personal Instagram. Okay, fine. Always, always fishing for <laughs> well, follows over here. I'm just here. saying. <laughs> well, we did uh, top tens uh, f- for 2022 on the, the... 2021, you mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. All these years I get mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> so... On this show, which is about the year 2002, mm-hmm. we did mm-hmm. a top 10 for the year okay. 2021. Yeah. Okay. I, and well, the, I've, the I've checked that out. It was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. I totally agree with it. The 2002-ies. The 2021-2002-ies. The, the <laughs> what a year it was. <laughs> yeah. What a year it was. <laughs> that Yeah, Drive My Car was my number three from 2021. Well... I hadn't seen it as of that episode, so I think if anyone cares, that's probably my new favorite from last year. Um, and that just came out on Criterion Collection uh, today on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, I watched Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with you and Travis as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I watched Nashville, which I forgot to return to you. Of the series? Today. No, the, that's. Are you thinking? <laughs> I don't. Oh, own, I don't own Nashville. The yeah, Andrew series. owns the complete Nashville with yeah. Hayden Panettiere. Wait, I was like, well, I okay. Well, I didn't. Wasn't aware that you lent it. I I lent. I let Dan borrow the Robert <laughs> Altman movie Nashville. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is yeah. that a musical? No, uh, it's, but got, it's got some performances. Okay. In it. It's like country strong. It's all about like the national <laughs> music scene and like also. A political campaign going on. It's okay. like a. It's like where politics and art and music all kind of intersect mm-hmm. in Nashville. And, um, and Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum is Tricycle uh, Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a good movie. It's not. I I wouldn't say it's in my upper tier for Robert Altman personally so far. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those like kind of like seminal seventies movies. The link. Yeah, you you should see it, and I think you actually would like it. Okay, consider yeah. consider. I mean, put this on the little Instagram little square. Yeah, I will save it, and then I'm gonna look them all up on streaming services. Um, yeah, it's it's full of like all the Altman signatures, where it's like tons of intersecting storylines and stuff, and also overlapping dialogue mm-hmm. so it's a good movie to watch with subtitles on i personally yeah. uh, would suggest if anyone if you kelly or um anyone wants to watch it uh i i say throw on subtitles just because yeah. sometimes you might miss something yeah some some scenes in those 70s altman movies are so loud and there's so many people talking at once you like you have to turn on subtitles yeah like uh, mccabe and mrs miller yeah was like that or me. like california split with i haven't seen that Elliot one yet. Gould. Yeah. yeah there's like scenes in that where it, like so many people are talking you're like what the fuck is happening right yeah now? well i mean even like the long goodbye it's like yeah elliot gould like muttering while like mm-hmm. there's all this chatter around him and you're just like what what i can't i don't know what's going on 
The Long Goodbye, which is my favorite Alton movie. Uh, I think my favorite's The Player, but The Long Goodbye is very good. Have you seen any Robert Altman movies? That you can... I was thinking of the band, the Al- the Allman Brothers band. Oh. For like half of that. Sweet Melissa. Half, yeah. Uh, sure. That's uh. all. <laughs> I literally uh. was just thinking, Allman Brothers band. <laughs> and I probably was like, Almond Joy. <laughs> Are you hungry? Joy. Stream of... Now I'm... Now I'm just joyful. There you go. In Like the movie Inside Out. There you go. I've never seen Inside Out. Neither have I. You can... Disregard that last statement by me. <laughs> I, I would like to see that movie, though. You haven't seen it, really? No. Of all, like, yeah. the recent Pixar movies, I think that's the one that I would... That's, like... That's the one that you, like, boot... That's, yeah, you put that one at number one. Okay. That is, like, the one that you get, Andrew. That is the one you don't ignore, Andrew. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Oh, I'm geez. trying to remember what the last Pixar movie I actually saw was. Incredibles 2, probably. That was fun. Well, it was a long time ago. Then. I, I oh, saw Incredibles ago. 2 in theaters with you, Kelly. Me? I think oh, so. Oh, man. That, what year was that? <laughs> it must have been 2018. Cool. I don't remember that, Andrew. It was like... <laughs> the only the only memorable like movie experiences I have are like horror movies, and that's, oddly enough, the ones that I don't like to go to. Yeah. For those reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing enjoyable, like, stays within my body or my brain. That stuff just kind of... Fades. All the dark stays. Hmm. All the dark. That uh, sounds like something to talk to a therapist about. <laughs> no, I'm sitting here with these rats and the <laughs> leaky pipes. Uh, so, what? Uh, oh, continue. It, yeah, I also watched uh, the uh, Hughes Brothers... Movie Menace to Society uh, from '93. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. I, I like that movie a lot. That yeah, that's a really yeah. good movie. That's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, two nights ago, I didn't I didn't watch one last night because I started Forty Days and Forty Nights and then finished it today. Um, <laughs> Which is not a Criterion. Definitely film. not a Criterion collection uh, film. A nice palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. From the Criterion uh, I mean, it marathon? Is, it yeah. is funny because the thing I watched before it was the Errol Morris documentary, The Thin uh, Blue Line. Uh, mm. and, and that movie could not be uh, any less like 40 Days and 40 Nights. Yeah. Like, that might be the single most different movie in the entire Criterion collection. Yeah. I mean, maybe because it's a documentary, but like, just thematically. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't remember what it's called uh, at the moment, but the the documentary now parody of the Thin Blue Line is pretty funny. I haven't seen that. I did watch the documentary now parody of like Wild Wild Country, the Netflix. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see that Rajis, one. Rajis Purim mm-hmm. documentary with like was it Owen Wilson as the the like leader? Um, I I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see that one. Okay. That sounds more recent than what what I've I've seen of that show. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's from a few years ago. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I've I've seen like I think the first two seasons of that that show. I just was like, that is the show that I've heard the name of before. That's yeah. the level of familiarity I have with it. Yeah. 
Who is it? Who is it? Uh, is it like Tina Fey? Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Uh, Bill Hader. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of SNL ones. Yeah. But they the, get like guest stars and stuff on all the all the like episodes. Yeah. And they make like fake documentaries modeled after popular actual documentaries. Yeah. Um, like the thin blue line. That's like all I want to watch. I like want to feel like I'm learning something, mm-hmm. but deep down I don't want to be affected. Yeah. In any other way other than humor. <laughs> the <laughs> the one they do like about uh like uh, Vice, like mm-hmm. Vice documentaries, is very funny. Yeah, I mean that sounds funny. There's a lot of a lot of material you potentially yeah. mine in a, a parody of uh, Vice documentaries. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've watched? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, I meant to check out the Nathan Fielder show on HBO. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, yeah. but heard it's good. Um, watched a lot of YouTube videos (laughs) on, like, weird random shit. That's about it. That's, that's a constant in my life. Yeah. A lot of fast food guys. Fast food guys? Oh, like, fast food review guys. Like, guys that sit in their car. uh, We haven't introduced you to these guys? No, what is it? Well, this is something that... Just, like, I'm still on Criterion Collection. (laughs) Sure. We're we're way, way out of... Yeah, this is, like, very far from the Criterion Collection. So, like, I uh, I found out about all these guys on the internet, and then I I started exposing Andrew and our other friends to it. Um, And they're, they're just these guys that review basically every fast food item that comes out. So, like, mm-hmm. anytime Taco Bell does some new promotional thing, yeah. they'll review right. it. And they all sit in their car mm-hmm. and just eat the food and, like, talk to their phone, which is, like, mounted on their dashboard or right. something. And, um... It's independent journalism. There's a handful of them, and they're all very strange characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, to varying degrees of sadness levels. But, um... <laughs> Like, there's Joey's World Tour, and he's, like, one of the more popular, but he's a big meme. He's he's just this kind of, like, big guy that, like, makes these weird, like, noises and stuff while he eats. I know know this is going to sound like nonsense to you. I was going to say, like, are you going to name drop these guys since you just described them as, like, sad characters? Peep this out is... Do we know them? No. I I am not affiliated with the remarks of this show. Um, Peep this out is another one. Wait, are these names of people? They're uh, channels. Yeah, they're their YouTube channels. So his yeah. is called Peep This Out Reviews. Oh my god. And every uh you get some To our viewers <laughs> to our listeners, we just got distracted by like uh, a cat fight that's happening outside. <laughs> are those cats okay? Or an uh, orgy. I can't someone, so, are they in heat? We can't open the doors, <laughs> is what we're saying. Yeah, we can't open the doors because the we don't wanna we don't want to interfere with the sound, but um, there are like cat fights that happen very often on the roof of my patio, which is right outside of where we're recording. What so that could be what that there? was. What's that? Just like sweep it with like cat pheromone every day. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. It's for whatever reason been a popular fight for cats to brawl. Oh, That's why I don't let my cats go outside. Yeah, because they'll get in fights. Uh, they would. They would crumble. They're 
they're they're little wimps. They would they would just wilt. They had surprised you when they have to you know fend for themselves. I maybe if they had started that way, but they've been they've been living the cushy life too long. You know, there's no going back for them now. The comfy life. The comfy life. Yeah. Not hardened. Uh, uh, where were we? We were talking about peep this. Oh, peep this out. Yeah, internet. Fast food review guys. Yeah, so there's there's Joey's World Tour. There's Peep This Out. There's uh, Ken Domic, who's a Canadian guy. Uh, There's. uh, I feel like you've been promoting more of them than the Criterion Collection. So I'm gonna have to. (laughs) Well, more people know about the Criterion Collection. We need to get more eyes on Peep This Out reviews. Yeah. Uh, And he would he would probably appreciate the shout out, even though I called him a weird. Mention 2002 podcast and get 10 percent off. (laughs) Bleep the blorps. Hey, thanks for the shout out. I'm Peep This Out reviews. Uh, That's kind of what he sounds like. We just made an enemy. I don't care. He's, he's. I again not affiliated. I don't know who you are. I'm sure you're lovely, unless you're like. He's a weird hateful. guy. He's weird. You don't need to. You don't need to pander to Pete. Uh, he he's deleted my comment a bunch oh, of times God. off this, of his there's videos. Here brewing. It sounds like. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, there's this one review of he. If you go back on his channel, there's old reviews of him reviewing like movies and stuff. And, and he like, re- cut this part. <laughs> he reviewed Iron Man 3 on Blu-ray, and he called it, like, frenetic metal sexiness. And and I just commented, I'm like, wow, this is some frenetic metal sexiness on his thing. And he every time I post it, he deletes the comment How from his YouTube. How many times did you post it? At least three. Not that many. But, like, I've tried three times, and every time it just gets deleted. Yeah. It's a beef. He says he stuff. He beef. says stuff like "bomb sexy for your face hole," things like that. I like don't know what any of these <laughs> words sounds are. Because you just you, you just learned about this whole scene basically I, right now. So I like don't understand it. I I. It, it's a fascinating yeah uh, area on the internet. Dark. It feels like a place yeah. that I know well. That don't need help getting there. Well, I actually wrote, like, a short story about a fast food review guy murdering another fast food review guy. So I also I interpret like it in like, a dark oh way. Oh my god, he is so in deep. He's so in deep. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um... They can't know about us. They can't know about me. My name is, um, Shannon Shoestring. It's like a cult. I didn't say that. Yeah. I definitely didn't say that. Yeah, it's oh like God. guys oh, that your SEO on this. Ugh, your SEO on this is gonna. Be they sit in their car and they're like, eating a hoagie. Hey, everybody! I'm about to try this uh, jalapeno pineapple uh, pepperoni burger from <laughs> 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 from Jack in the Box that they just released yesterday. And then they like take a couple bites and they're like, mmm. They they like most of it. Yeah, basically. Okay, any... so no one's hurt. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all all the corporations' feelings are spared. Yeah. Well, if uh, wants to hook it yeah. up with some croissant, no meat, yeah. breakfast for, sandwiches. Except for Joey's World Tour, he, he goes pretty hard on Subway. He yeah, he does like Subway. Subway quite a bit. You watch this too? Yeah, I watch with him every Wednesday. I may I, I make him watch him, but he started watching more on his own. Uh, yeah, some of them. It's it's a fascinating subculture, I will say. 
I, yeah. I honestly, I feel like I'm already in too deep. I, I think you should send her a peep this out video later. Yeah, I will Just... not click on it. I will not download anything. I am... <laughs> Yeah, for the people listening that were waiting for us to talk about 40 Days, 40 Nights, they're like, what is going on with uh, with these guys right now? We can uh, we can stop talking about the fast food review guys and get yeah. into 40 Days and 40 Nights. So you're, right. you're done chilling. I'm done chilling. That's yeah. everything I've watched. Yeah. I mean, the fast food review guys, you can just assume I watch that every week. Sure. I do. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Uh, I'm, I will set the timer... So whenever you want to officially introduce 40 minutes on 40 days and 40 nights, yeah, go for it. Okay, so we just finished chilling out, talking about movies that we've watched recently. Now we're going to get into the movie, 40 days and 40 nights, and we're going to talk about this movie in 40 minutes. Go. Go. All right. All right. 40 days before we just like, <laughs> we threw it, we're done in like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, we're like. <laughs> that it wasn't that hard. They're like, oh, uh, Paula Costanza. Uh. <laughs> Cyber nanny. Cyber nanny. All right. Uh, yeah, so 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, it came out on March 1st, 2002. Yep. That and We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson. Wow. Yeah. And the movie I saw that opening night was We Were Soldiers. I saw uh, 40 Days, 40 Nights the following day. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. Like, We Were Soldiers is like the girl in the streets. One more time? The, the We Were Soldiers was like the girl in the streets, and 40 Days, 40 Nights is like the girl in the sheets. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to go see that sure. all willy-nilly. Yeah. Uh, so who who saw this movie in theaters? I did. I probably did. Yeah, yeah. So I we, I liked this movie in two thousand two. Yeah. Um, I I remember liking it. I remember being like, "This is naughty," just because <laughs> I guess it, I don't know. I everything was naughty at the time, I suppose. But yeah. this one felt more maybe like geared toward girls. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was like felt a little new and exciting. Yeah, yeah. I. Feeling. I saw it in theaters the Saturday after it came out. So I saw it March 2nd, 2002. Wow. Uh, and I remember being like kind of lukewarm on it because I was like at that point trying to be like more interested in serious movies. And okay. and this was, I think, had more in common with like raunchy sex comedies like Road Trip and you know, American Pie, and I was trying to move on to, like, movies like Gosford Park, <laughs> and <laughs> I was a, I was a cool uh, sophomore in high school, um, but... Uh, you would have been a freshman in high school when this movie came out. That's right, yeah, sorry, I would have been a freshman in high school. Yeah. So we were all freshmen in high I... school. Yeah. Yeah, I think even just the, the movies you named, I was like, those are... Like, not this. The more I think about it, I'm like, this was, like, literally, I felt like the American Pie for girls. Because I think we had just seen Josh Hartnett and, like, I don't know, everything else that he had done. Uh, yeah. Like, Josh Hartnett, up to this point, like, I think the movie he did right before this was probably O. Oh, the, okay. What about, like, Virgin oh. Suicides? Where were, where were we Virgin there? Suicides was, was a few years prior. Yeah, that was okay. 99. Yeah, so it was, like, 
Yeah. This guy. Blow dry. Uh, Did you see blow dry? I really liked blow. That was like a a vivid memory of like renting VHS. Yeah. From like Hollywood Video, like in the little like case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I never saw blow dry, but I remember it. Yeah, I remember. Distinctly, I remember the poster very well, like him with the the hair dryer. (laughs) The hair dryer. Yeah. What? I just remember you see, okay, you see Heidi Klum is in it for a minute, and her whole, like, bit was that she was, like, a model that had a heart-shaped pubic area, and it was dyed red. You mean blow-dry? I think so. Huh. Unless you remember it from something else, in which case, please cut this. No, like, that it was... not a memory I have. I mean, I don't definitively know, but you're probably, probably right. Blow-dry. Yeah, blow-dry. This is like a Mike Figgis movie. We're operating in real time, so... <laughs> because it's 40 minutes on 40 days and 40 nights, so there's no cuts. Yeah, oh, we can't okay. cut at all. I was like, I don't get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> or it's more like 88 minutes. Yeah, or 88 minutes starring Al Pacino. Yeah. yeah. Well, that movie's not in real time, even though <laughs> no, it should be. <laughs> even though it's like, yeah, meant to seem like it's in real time. Uh, yeah, so we all possibly saw this in theaters, and, uh, I didn't, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I, it wasn't, like, something I thought was, like, super, super awesome at the time. I mean, I remember thinking it was, like, a little smarter than, than your average, but I was also, I had a huge crush on Shannon Sawson. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. That was my main, yeah, it was, it was something I thought that was, like, Smarter than, like, your average, like, raunchy, gross-out comedy. Because it was, like, a Miramax, like, Studio Canal mm-hmm. movie. and I would give, like, 90% of the credit to Shannon Sossaman for that. Because yeah. I do not think is, like, very smart outside of, like, her character. Her character is so... Just so cool. Well, yeah. that was you know? just kind of her in general. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She was, uh... She was, like, the go-to Manic Pixie Dream Girl in, like, all of those movies there for yeah. that she was in there for a few years. Um, like, Rules of Attraction. Yeah. A Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Was, this was, like, right before Night's Tale. So my memory has been pretty good. Uh, but my did, a huge Heath Ledger fan. Yeah. This, I think, would have been the year after Night's Tale. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So she went from, like, that to, like, this and, like, yeah. with, like, the two... And then Rules of Attraction is another 2002 yeah. movie that we will cover Oof. at some point. Yeah, Maybe she had a major moment. And yeah. I felt like she was, like, such an iconic part of this for me. Yeah, I think it's a little too bad that she didn't do too much after... Uh, I, I mean, she was I mean, she does band, stuff. She was in the band War Paint. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. I think, like, having a normal life is pretty cool after, like doing 2000 like being a star in 2002 you know what i mean like you're like i i'm good yeah Yeah. i I mean she still acts but yeah but i mean she kind of just does stuff she wants to do she has she's pretty active on like instagram and stuff i was checking out her instagram and she seems happy and normal compared to a lot of like that just like but she's got a she's got a decent house yeah. 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 She's That's she's normal she's normal but she yeah, she doesn't have to worry about money probably. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um so should we give a like a, a brief synopsis of the movie? Yeah, where are we sure. at time wise? Uh what's our pace? That's seven minutes. Oh, okay. Seven we're minutes. we're doing okay. We're doing yeah. all right. So oh, did you want to do it? No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. You got this. You sure you don't want to do it? 
Should I do it? I'm taking up time. <laughs> Intentional. <laughs> this is, okay. You're, this I was like, I'm doing it again. I'm so stressed. I'm like, what is happening? S- sabotaging this. Uh, so it is about a uh, 20-somethings. It's, it's about a young guy in his 20s who uh-huh. is coming to terms with a, a recent breakup. Yeah. And uh, he is having a, like a lot of anxiety and he ultimately decides to take a vow of uh, celibacy because he thinks that that thinking about sex is it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and like a detriment to his his well-being so he wants he decides he wants to cut it out for 40 days he gets the idea from talking with his brother who is an actual priest Who's in this priest. movie yeah. yeah kind of an asshole yeah weirdly yeah just I was like, ugh. Yeah. So he, he gives up sex for Lent for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and the the rules are no no sex, no masturbation, no Touching, foreplay. No, no bonding, no, yeah. whatever. No, no nibbling. kissing, either. No, no. no nibbling, no biting. Yeah. <laughs> You won't yeah. last a week, bro. Okay. <laughs> you just did the trailer, I think. I did. I know. I think I've seen that trailer probably. Like, I've, I've tried. I've tried to convince a few people to like watch it with me, and like, I. I mean. Yeah. I've watched I, twice now by myself. I thought that there was no way I would ever see this movie again. <laughs> it was not a movie that I had uh, really had planned on rewatching. Yeah. Before this. Uh. So, yeah, so he takes this vow, and of course, you know, trouble ensues, and he, he meets a girl that he likes a lot, but yeah. he can't, you know, take it take it to where he wants to because of this vow. So I was talking with a friend of mine today, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Will, and a uh, friend of yours, too, mm-hmm. and uh, he... Uh, I, I explained the basic premise of the movie, which is just that a, a guy takes a vow of celibacy from sex, uh-huh. or, or celibacy from <laughs> sex, a vow of celibacy for Lent, Yeah, uh, and uh, he accurately predicted the rest of the movie, like, just based on that, and <laughs> Wait, I'm like, so yeah, you're right. AI? No, this is oh. my friend Will. Yeah. Uh, he, he guessed, he was like, oh, and he probably meets the girl of his dreams, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's it's exactly like, right. Yeah, it's just like based on a classic. So that's what we were talking about. It kind yeah. of feels like ten like things a, I hate about you. How it would be like a modern. It does kind of seem like a Shakespeare. Doesn't and it feel that when way? When did O come out? I feel like there was like this like time in that like 2002 era with like the ten things I hate sure. about you, yeah. the O, the this, the yeah. O yeah. O I think came out the ones. the is August a, or September before. Uh, like yeah, two thousand one. That was good. But this I mean, was, I was in it. This was the era of Josh Hartnett, though. For yeah, sure. This is his peak because he's in Pearl Harbor the year before. He's oh, in wow. O the year before. He's in Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down the year before, which is probably. I his feel like y'all picked the wrong movie. year. What's wrong with like? We- <laughs> yeah, and before all those, you had Virgin Suicides. And Virgin Suicides. Yeah. yeah. No way. Trip That's Fontaine. Ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's impressive. That's super impressive. Mm-hmm. When did, I mean, I know Faculty was like his first thing. That was 90, 99? Was that uh, I'm going to say 98. 
I want to say that was right. the same year as uh, Halloween. We're all gonna die. Halloween H two O. Uh, the Faculty's 98, yeah. The Faculty is also a fun, uh, underrated 90s horror yeah. movie. I think. Oh, I love The Faculty. The Faculty's good. When, when we this get, day, I think that might be my When we get to Josh. the end of this episode, we're all gonna, I think, talk about our favorite Josh Hartnett uh, films, and that's that... That's gonna be tough for me. <laughs> I, it's gonna be surprisingly tough for me. The Faculty's gonna rank pretty high for me. I have a surprising yeah, yeah. omission, so... Uh-oh. Yeah. I think so, so as well. I think I do as well. Yeah. I think it's going to surprise everyone. Yeah. But we only have 30 minutes to get yeah, there. Yeah, we, we got yeah, we we to pick get, up the pace. All right, guys, all right guys, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so, uh, so should, that's the basic yeah, premise. Yeah, and we should also mention, too, that like in an absurd premise, this vow of celibacy gains traction on the internet and people start betting on it. Right. Well, well, we have to say how it got on the internet because I feel like we're missing out on the whole everybody else in the movie is an <laughs> asshole to this guy. Yeah. yeah. No one like there's like not a reason to really hate him, but this... all, like he just he had a breakup from a you know, what comes out to be a pretty bitchy Girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, a criminal at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like she, it was like pretty awful. And then I just felt uh, like everything from the get. I'm like, why is this priest so Everyone in this movie's awful except for Shannon Sossaman. Absolutely. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Ex- That's why I wish this movie would have been more. Even her even best. her best friend is Maggie not very Gyllenhaal. nice. Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal, Which who fun. I didn't know, that I didn't know fun. her at the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I might insane. have that, might have known her from Donnie Darko, but I'm not sure I would have placed no, two and two together. Yeah, yeah, that that was the time when like she was first starting to show up places because you had right. uh, secretary this year. Yeah. Oh, the same year. Yeah, 2002. Oh, that was a good year for her. Yeah. And yeah, Donnie yeah, Darko would have been the year prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that probably would have been filmed in two thousand at least. Right. So. Yeah. Um, so should we? How should we start? Should we do a like walk through the plot? I thought we were. So his you... like his coworkers were assholes. They put it up <laughs> on the internet. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. like bada boom, bada bing. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start exploiting you for yeah. this. So, this thing that you're doing. so he decides to take the vow because he is, uh, like, he's he's got a lot of anxiety and he's having trouble performing sexually, right? Is that? Yeah, and, you know, he also imagines, like, the world coming to an end. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So he's pretty apocalyptic about the whole thing. Yeah. He has that, like, dream or whatever. Not, not really a dream, but, like, that vision of, like, the... Like a ceiling a black opening hole up while opening he's having up. sex with yeah. women and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and then he's also like, am I just kind of... Uh, what am I doing having all this, like, casual sex? Does this mean anything? So then he, like, when he's talking to his brother, he what he leaves the confession booth and he runs into that other priest... Who's, who's taking... So, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so much priestiness. It was like, there's yeah. like, nothing, like, fun about, like, an abstinence sex movie, but it also yeah. has, like, of, like, too many, like, priest characters. Yeah. I, I don't know if this movie needed the priest there stuff. There was, like I, like, I get it for the title. The... You know? But I feel Catholic like... The Catholic angle. 
Yeah. They went hard on it. But, you know. Yeah. Well, that guy, that priest is giving up, like, Milano cookies or something like that. <laughs> something for like that, And yeah. he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, but for that's sex. True. Yeah. And, then, and he was an asshole, too, yeah. as far as priests go. And the, then, the priest? All of them. Uh, the, that priest. Oh, the second priest. That priest was sorry, nice. I forgot the, about the, the first priest. one. Yeah. Or the second one, yeah. Yeah, the, the that guy I always recognize as being the president in Michael Bay movies. He's the <laughs> president of the United States in The Rock and Armageddon. Nice. What's the name? I can't, oh, I can't remember. Him. I'm sorry. We got you ourselves stumped a stump. Womp, womp, womp. I like to think I'm a, a, a character actor guy, but I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, uh, I had it earlier because I was on I was on this page quite a bit. Stanley Anderson. Stanley okay. Anderson passed away in 2018. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, President in Armageddon. There it is. Yeah. Also, Let me General. See Let me see. Also, yeah. General Slocum in Spider Man. Yeah, he's a lot of. Oh yeah, he's he a lot of. Like, uh, he looks like. Uh, he's I a lot of generals. A lot of. Authority he kind of looks Attorneys. like Arlie Army. He's got a little bit of an Arlie Army vibe. Mm-hmm. He looks like a lot of like a little bit of um, Rucker Hauer in there. Like he just yeah. looks like a lot yeah. of those sort of crusty faced guys. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he <laughs> he gets the idea. He's in this movie for twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he he gets the idea like right then when he runs into this priest that maybe sex is the problem. So he, he decides, I'm going to cut it out for 40 days and 40 nights. And he goes back and he tells his brother, I'm going to give up sex for Lent. And establishes all the ground rules that we just mentioned a few minutes ago. And then this movie then proceeds to have every character have an absolutely insane reaction to this. Which is yeah. that, dude, there's no way you can do that. Like, yeah. I don't know, that feels very uh, attainable. But maybe I've just been single for too long. But like, I mean, it's just like, that's... Okay. Like, right? Everyone's yeah. just like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, they're talking, I'm very they... confused. And again, Josh Hartnett, you know, he had, this is a great time in his career. This is probably not the most he's been given to work with. Like, I, like everyone I think, was yeah. so, like, rough on this character. And I was like, can we just talk about how y'all are? Anyways, but yeah. this poor guy. I mean, I think he's fine in the yeah, movie. I, I think, think the movie okay. is bad. No, but I mean, like, I, the, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I, yeah. I, no, I agree with you, though. Like, given the lack of anything with any much depth here, like, yeah. he's fine in the That's movie. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't like to be a hater, but I think the script in this movie it's, is dog shit. Is garbage. It's terrible. I literally have a note that says he can't write the script and act in it. Like, I had a very, like, Giselle Bunchen <laughs> moment when she, like, Tom Brady, like, didn't win the Super Bowl moment. You know, like, I had that where I was like, you know what? He can't do all of it. Uh, who who wrote the script? Matt Heather's guy? Uh, no. No, no, no. He uh, directed it. It's just some guy named uh, Rob Perez. Yeah. Who never I think just did this movie, right? He, he wrote and directed some uh, other very indie movie uh, that... Uh, Hartnett actually pr- went on to produce. Mm. Oh, yeah? Which one? In 2009 called Nobody. Um, mm. but it, uh, I've, I had never heard of it before this. The most notable actor in it, from what I can tell, is, uh, Mark Margolis, who is like, uh... Oh, yeah. From, uh, Breaking Bad. 
Yeah, Breaking Bad. He's Tuco Salamante. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And he's also Ace Ventura's landlord in the first Ace Ventura movie. Yeah. Hector Salamante. Oh, I've been like on a. I've been. Yeah. Tuco's uncle. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From the nursing home. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, so, that that guy's in that movie, uh, and uh, that movie it doesn't have very many ratings on IMDb, so I don't yeah. I don't even know how you see that thing. Uh, but yeah, getting back to the script, like uh, the human behavior in this movie makes no sense. No, nobody acts in this movie like anything resembling a real person, except for Shannon. Sosman, except for Shannon, Sosman. where you're just like, how did she like? <laughs> She was like, be- like she, like she, like stole the show. That's why I'm like, oh, it's such a shame. That's like everybody else we're talking about. But she's so good. I almost it, wonder if they kind of just like let her do her own thing, because her yeah. characterization feels pretty similar to a lot of her other characters, which is just kind of the Shannon Sossaman thing. Right. Yeah. And it like worked better yeah. than pro- than maybe I don't I don't know. She's an actor. For me personally, I thought the the scenes that like worked the best in this movie were the like the standard rom com scenes, which were like the meet cute scenes All the laundry room. in the laundry room. I was like yeah. looking up like what is another more iconic laundry room meet cute, and I don't know <laughs> that I have one. <laughs> uh, that yeah, the, first scene is weird though, where he doesn't speak. doesn't say anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's weird. I mean the whole that he was given is kind of weird like yeah. but he does like such a good job in it but you're like oh really not anything yeah. like this yeah. guy who's this guy is gonna like just not say anything to this girl but it did also give her an opportunity to kind of like at the very least like control the scenes that she was in mm-hmm. she wasn't in all of them which was a little bit of a like a, a, a bummer yeah yeah like it's like standard issue like romantic comedy stuff but i thought it was like the best stuff in the movie like those laundromat scenes uh because yeah. everything yeah, else yeah, was sure. just like no bizarre uh sex comedy stuff yeah You've... like there were some funny moments with the friend paul costanzo mm-hmm. paulo costanzo pa- paulo costanzo like, that from was road, road trip. trip yeah and yeah. uh joey the <laughs> the friend spinoff yeah, I think it's because that was, like, the only person that was, like, having fun. I, the, who was the main, what was the main character's name? Uh, Matt. Matt. Uh, I can't remember Matt. his last Matt. name. Matt Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Matt, uh, everyone was kind of like exploiting him, and so the only like decent kind of personalities in this thing were were Shannon and Paul Costanzo. So like he was, it was nice to like have those moments. Uh, I like how. Uh, so so so. Anyways, like while he's we gotta get back to plot. Yeah, I'm riding this ship. Uh, I, where where, are, where we are we? In? Where are we? Okay. Uh, so he's leaving the church, having just decided yeah, that he's gonna he's give up sex. He's taking a vow. Meanwhile, I don't remember if this happened before or after. It's not important. He finds out that his ex, this horrible ex, is getting married again. Yeah. From the bagel guy, uh, which is played by uh, 2002 alum yeah. Mike, Michael C. Morona, Big Pete yeah. from Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, he's also Which in counts? Slackers. Yeah. Slackers. So this is... is a real. This is a real like. Oh, I'm trying to establish a new persona for myself. Yeah. For Michael C. Morona, uh, unsuccessfully, 
It's always mm. fun to see him, uh, I think. It is, but I think he's bad in this movie. And <laughs> worse in Slackers, but... For anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will say, when I, I do remember my movie-going experience pretty well when I saw this, and a lot of his scenes... Bagel guy brought the house down. The bagel guy brought the house down, yeah. He was probably the funniest part of the movie back then. There were three, like, big laughs that I can remember from seeing this in theaters, and the scene where he's like, you know my name? That's the funniest part in the whole... That's the funniest joke in the whole movie. That is the best joke in the whole thing. Yeah, that that got a big laugh. the orchid scene. Yeah. Oh my god, that scene is insane. uh, What's our time? What's our time? Uh, We got... 16 minutes left. So left? Oh my god. We, we gotta we're get like, going. Where are our penalties if we No, nope, like we don't over? even think about them. We just keep uh, We, we can right. do box office and final thoughts after. How yes. about okay. okay. Fair enough. But so we good. have 16 minutes we've to walk. We've already wasted 40 seconds. So we've got 16 uh, minutes to I mean, to, I think the best to go. way to attack this movie is to kind of just talk about some of the scenes maybe that we thought of and then also actors. So, like, I think... Griffin Dunn, who plays his boss, and then the rest of his co-workers yeah. are completely insane characters. <laughs> like yes. Also, like one, what is the office? Like I'm so confused. It feels uh, weird. It's a it's, it's a dot it's a com. It's a two thousand two dot com San Francisco. Uh, it's it was very like, it's like, like a, a web bubble. A web design. It's like a web design firm. Okay, okay. Like, and he, yeah. he does layouts. Like he doesn't even do the actual web design, right? Like he just He doesn't mock code it. Yeah. yeah, he just right? mocks up the Yeah. He just does the page it's design. Such a, what? It's, it's such a non job. It's very of its time though, because that's yeah. definitely in that like dot com yeah. bubble. Uh and then setting it in San Francisco yeah. too. Yeah. It's Cause... very like appropriate to we, that time. We just period. watched Monsoon Wedding and dot uh, com came up like Yeah. That's like that all the time, time period. Yeah. And and then eventually the bubble bursts and stuff on all of that. But yeah. like um Yeah, I, I thought that was funny. The I mean, it, it's kind of funny because there's a scene where he goes into the stock room where he gets like sexually oh, yeah. harassed by those two like female coworkers, um, who or one of them, maybe it's both. No, yeah, because there's two of them. There's that's two. that yeah. scene, crazy that, scene. That's a wild it's scene. Crazy. And um, that that was the other scene that I remember the audience going nuts for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the thing I the detail I like about that scene is he's going into the stock room to get like 150 blank CDs. Yeah, yeah, he gets like a bunch of Maxell like is, CDRs. Yeah, which is a very 2002 he, like he's just movie like, detail. Like carrying the stack out, like it's like under his chin. Yeah, it's like a tower of CDs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, tell me you worked at a bookstore without telling me you worked at a bookstore. Um, Anyways, you guys worked at bookstores. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, if, a, like, a person that, like, a, a, like, a Gen Z person were to watch this, they'd be like, what's he, what's he going in there to get? Why? What, what, what I barely even noticed. There? It just felt like it was, like, a weird scene anyways. I was like, what yeah. is even happening Oh, in I there? mean, that, we can talk about that scene. That scene's crazy. So, all right, well, I guess let's set, set the stage a little bit. So, how, how did we get to that scene? Should we just do it real quick? Yeah. Like, like so he... He talk about he the takes, He takes the vow to not have sex for forty days, forty nights. His roommate, played by Paulo Costanzo, his name is Ryan, and he's basically like 
the stifler of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's the horn dog who's like, or come on, bro, we gotta get you laid. Mm-hmm. Put a helmet definitely. on it. <laughs> yeah, God, when he said that. Definitely, he definitely wants to catch him, yeah. like, tripping. Or yeah, he, him. he's like the stifler of the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, he is Josh Hartnett's roommate, who is also, also his co-worker? No. I don't know, but I think he knows all of them. He, yeah, he knows all of his fellow employees, and he spills the beans to them about uh, the vow that Josh Hartnett's character is taking, uh, which inspires this betting pool amongst the whole staff, which makes no sense. Yeah, why like, they would all? Care. Why are they so? There's like about a million HR violations. Yeah, like, this, which honestly is probably holds up the best. This in this in yeah. the context of this movie, twenty years later. Yeah, I mean, this movie's like an HR nightmare. <laughs> right, like Griffin, right. like that scene where Griffin Dunn gets on his knees and is <laughs> right next to a woman's skirt. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> and he's like just looking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It had like very like remnants of like late nineties comedy, like raunchy comedy where yeah. you're like, Oh wait, is there gonna be a scene of boobies? Oh, there is a scene of boobies. Yeah. Like it was exactly yeah. what you would kinda I was just missing like the synchronized dancing scene unless mm. somebody remembers that <laughs> happening. I mean there might as well have been, a, have been. a dance there number. Been. So so yeah, this betting pool starts and the the whole staff at this dot com tries to uh like sabotage his vow. Oh we should also yeah. say too the betting pool as well goes online. There's a website yeah, for it. it goes which online. is how Heather uh, not Heather Sossman, Shannon Sossman finds out about it. <laughs> You're laughing and I know why, but we can't edit this, so we'll talk about it later. Um <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, so that's how Shannon Sossman finds out because she's a, a web nanny. Again, weird detail, but yeah. again, important it's the detail. Yeah, w- weird but important. The site that his uh, porny website was hosted on was one that was cyber nanny by mm-hmm. her. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys feel like her reaction was like over the justified? top? Yeah. No, she's weird about. It. I mean, okay, maybe not telling her. I can understand being a little weird. I feel like everyone's reaction. They walk in. I'm like, y'all like watch. Like children porn, not like not to bring that up on your website on your podcast right now, but like, is that not the job? Yeah. Well, I thought. Tell me, this guy not having sex for forty days is like the kink that everybody in your office is talking about. My my understanding of Shannon Sossman's job was that she uh, looked for websites that might pop up if you search for like other terms, like if you were to search for like. Uh, okay, like more like a nanny. Uh, yeah, like to f- make sure to make sure like that like nanny. if a yeah, child were to search for something like um, sandbox, sandbox, they wouldn't get get vagina uh, beach vagina stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I also just wanted to say that yeah. the, the betting stuff goes big on the internet yeah. and all of a sudden at one point the pot's up to like oh twenty thousand dollars or something like People that. People bang the dashboard betting. Yeah, yeah. None of that makes any sense. None of, none of that would ever happen. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. none of that would ever happen. Because that assumes that everyone in the world cares with the same fervor yeah. that all these weird horn dogs yeah. at his office do. Um, it felt like it was 2002's perspective of the future. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is cool, hip, San Francisco startup I, tech. I mean, in a way, like, 
that the, it could have worked having all these characters be weird horn dogs like that if it were a more incisive satire of like tech yeah. bro culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. But or they barely delve into if that. if they like oh, even no oh no they didn't know that. if yeah. they even remotely resembled like real people like yeah. if each character kind of like seemed like they might be a real person. But they all seem like they were written by the same guy, and oh, yeah. they like, uh, like are not realistic like, characters at like all. Like when one of them tries to drug him by giving him Viagra, yeah. like this is n- this is absurd it's behavior. It's just wackiness that happens at these startups. I don't know you, why. You, like, it's true. Yeah, just like we weren't there. It. We weren't like, there in the late nineties. The, the, the yeah. benefits are shit, but uh, like they have like. <laughs> Cold bro. Uh, did you did you guys recognize any of the like the actors that oh, played the startup? The guys? guy the guy who tries to drug him was um, the uh, the bad uh, best friend of uh, Zachary Ty Bryan from Home Improvement. Oh my god! He was like the Jason who always sucked up to yeah. like Jill. But was like yeah. actually a bad influence. I don't think on... I've heard the name Jill since <laughs> uh, since the since Jill Taylor. Yeah, what, iconic. Jill was Taylor. that guy the? And I didn't look this up. I don't know this. Was that guy the uh, assistant with the pimple from Liar yep, Liar? From Liar Liar. Okay. Yep. Oh my god. He's also in Yes Man, so he must be yeah. friendly with Jim Carrey now. Wait but... a second. The the other guy from the the tech startup. Oh man, what's his name? I think. They all Glenn, look the same. Glenn they Fitzgerald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Fitzgerald, yeah, who looks oh, way that's, different now. that's the guy, no, that's the guy from, like, The Sixth Sense, right? Yep. And that's the guy who plays Olivia Williams' uh, boyfriend in The Sixth Sense after Bruce Willis dies. Yeah. No, yeah, but what's the guy that, oh, man, his name's like Kai something in real life? The other guy. On the <laughs> this the startup staff, Kai Lennox. Kai Lennox, yes, that's the guy from Boogie Nights that uh, Roller Girl beats up. Mm, okay, yeah, he's that guy's also in Green Room. He's in Green Room. He's in D two. He's Olaf from mm. D two. Oh, yeah, <laughs> two minutes, well worth. It. Yeah, that guy. That guy who's wow. in like a ton of stuff. Wow. Um, we're gonna he's we're gonna also... spend all of our remaining time talking about <laughs> Kai Lennox. We he's also really have to. We gotta pick it up. Alright, I'm sorry. He's also the flyer guy from Yes Man. Yeah. The guy that that he like keeps handing the flyers so to Jim Carrey. Two of these guys are yeah. in Yes Man. In Yes Man. Yeah. Oh my god, what okay. do you think it is? Do you think it's a conspiracy? It could be. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. So how much time do we have left? Uh, two minutes. Six minutes. Okay, that's no, fine. We won't say it again. So and at the end we'll say <clears throat> zero. Yeah. So we got six minutes to walk through the plot of this movie. So we don't really have to talk too much about the plot. We we're just going to talk about like insane Scene. scenes because there's a couple I think that we really got to talk about. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're pretty like close to the yeah. end of the middle of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so storage Griffin... room scene, or what? What? That's what we were setting up. Uh, oh, okay. that's right. That's what we were setting up. So, oh, I think we're on the orchid scene. I'd like to talk about the orchid. We got to talk about the orchid scene, <laughs> and then we have to talk about the um, uh, handcuffed to the bed scene. Oh God, where's? Oh, I mean, those are the only two scenes we need right. to talk about. Yeah, I think. yeah. we got to stay focused. What's first? The orchid. Orchid. Okay, oh, storage room scene. Because um, that we should talk about that because that ties into the bedding. Yeah, a, a woman comes in who um, bet 
on that day and tries to seduce him. And then uh, somehow outside the room, another woman comes in and hears the exact her cue. Well, Again, a scene they, not they were in on it together. Oh, I know. I was going like, to say it was a little bit of a trap. Yeah. They yeah. set him up. Because yeah. their motive. They, they cornered him in the storage room. Yeah. And then propositioned themselves. That's yeah. pretty hard. And their motive for doing this is nonsense. Right? Yeah. Because I mean, I he's don't say it, throwing off. I don't off. want it to tie to me. He's throwing. <laughs> he's... Because they were giving their money to charity, even. They weren't even giving yeah, money. Yeah. They were just upset that uh, he was. Uh, he was throwing off the the power balance with yeah. what he was doing. As far as using sex for the yeah. weird the because stuff. that's what the women should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one of those like oh, there's finally two women in a scene and oh, yeah. okay, got it. Got Griffin it, got Dunn it. also talks about like power dynamics and stuff in his relationship, and that stuff is bizarre as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, the the second woman in that scene doesn't appear to want to go through with it, which makes that scene even weirder to yeah. me. Um, okay, let's talk about the flower scene. Yeah, so... <laughs> so he can't have any kind of relations so, with her, so, Janet Sossman. Yeah, so John, Matt meets this lovely girl at a laundromat who he really likes. They go on some dates We don't with. need to do all he, that. They he, know this. He, he can't have sex with her because of the vow. Yeah, well, of course. So... <laughs> So, this is my favorite. This is my favorite stress. This so, is what what does he do to have a romantic moment with her? Because they can't have sex, right? And she's like, you know, just still interested in hanging out, even if they can't have sex. Yeah. They can do other stuff. Yeah. So what do they do? He comes over to her house. I I mean, sure. He blows flower petals all over her body, and then she has an orgasm. He takes one of those like dollar store fake orchids rubbed it on her body in a way that didn't really feel sexy i was just no, like i'm it might be ticklish by all of this all of this is making my skin crawl <laughs> what, what's the song playing during that it's thing? a terrible song i don't remember mm, i hope it's uh, we don't have time to look it up this. okay okay i'm just gonna pretend it's this kiss but, sure it, it could be mm-hmm. yeah um so, so yeah I think that, that makes her of them a couple now yeah, so that happens, and then the like the next scene, it cuts to Maggie Gyllenhaal being like, from a flower? Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. She has an orgasm. She has an orgasm <laughs> from a flower. And I think that scene got voted as being like one of the worst sex scenes. It's in, a terrible oh, scene. It's probably, in Vampire, I mean, you know, era, Empire Magazine. I, 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 it's definitely not like the room status, but it happened no, like but the, where I was just like, why are you going there? Right? Yeah. Because there's like a an odd R and B song playing and it's in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the movie's progressing. He's close to ending his vow. He's close. He's he's, he's about to make it. Um, and then uh, he's like he's like oh, uh, Paulo Costanzo, chain me up to the bed so I can't jack off because that's a little like self yeah. will self control because for the next point. like 12 at, hours at this point he's like going through like the last 10 days he's going through like bad withdrawal symptoms yeah. like, like and he addicted. just keeps showing up with boners to like yeah. work and stuff like his, that his, again bizarre his boners bizarre. knocking over coffee cups and well and he great, like gag he meets a client and his boners like right in her face which is grounds to be sued from my experience, yeah. that is grounds to be sued. Yeah, this could be called and, HR of the and movie. Perhaps, yeah. yeah, it really is HR of the movie. Uh, so um, Vanessa Shaw, yeah. um, who's his ex, 
somehow finds out about the the bet. Um, oh, from because the bagel guy and um, yeah. she's, Michael she's like very weird and vindictive for some reason, and so um, she had already at this point um, tried to seduce him, but it, but then she goes back when he's chained up. And then what does she do? She has sex with him while he's asleep and chained to the bed, mm-hmm. which is rape. Yeah. Um, it's a crime. Yeah. And uh, because he's not a willing participant. It was weird. It got, like, really weird by the end. That's a like, oh, weird-ass ending. Like, you didn't have... Like, this whole movie was weird, but then it was just like, all right, well... It kept getting weirder. Yeah, yeah. And then... Weirder. And they also just set up Vanessa Shaw as, like, being kind of awful in that way where, like, she didn't have to be. Yeah. She could have just been a girl that, like, broke his heart 32nd power hour so she she uh, shannon sossman shows up finds out gets mad obviously his vows over yeah uh he doesn't explain oh this was against my will or any of that um but somehow eventually they make up at the laundromat later and he never explains himself he just says oh Oh, sorry I, for, I mean, how do you sorry talk for that. He's like the yeah. apologetic one. Yeah, for some yeah, reason. he's apologizing for for um, yeah that, and then uh, the movie's over. Um, they have sex for like forty eight hours, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we did it. We did it. We were, and it's funny because we weren't planning on doing this episode on a time crunch, uh, but it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to try and do that. It, uh, we definitely wasted some time. In the first like fifteen minutes, I would say yeah. a little, a Listen, little more we're normal all pace. New, we're all new. Yeah, yeah. Nobody got it. Nobody understood. We got. We had a lot of wow. confusion if we were going full plot or if we were. <sighs> I think scenes. we. I think we talked about the most, <laughs> the wild stuff. Are you all right? I'm you need sweating. like a cigarette or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, uh, but that. I mean, gold. But that's forty days and forty nights. In 40 minutes. In 40 minutes. Ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We talked about all the things that needed to be talked about. Yeah. Uh, so you got it, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to the audience, so I was like, oh. yeah. I, I mean, it. there's not too much more we could say. If we yeah. talked for another hour um, about I, this I movie. I do want to comment oh, yeah. on, I do have one comment on just yeah. like, so many mouth close-ups did you guys feel like there was just like every <laughs> there were chance yeah. that they could get there they was could... just like a close-up of a mouth yeah there what, were a lot of mouths just a lot of mouths like yeah. i was like is this like a vagina thing is this like a, a mouth yeah. thing it's probably like when he was going through his okay. um i feel like it was like definitely a decision on behalf of like the yeah. filmmaker yeah just in that way you're like what are you doing when he was going right. through his withdrawal phase mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just a lot yeah, I think, I mean, I guess I'll make this my, like, wrap-up. But, yeah, I think a lot of that is, like, sense. it's meant to be, like, oh, it's, like, sensory overload. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, just being, like, overloaded with... Chaos. Yeah, and it doesn't really work. Because it's such an absurd premise, like, to begin with, like none of this would be that i mean for a normal human being this this it's like okay like you telling me there's some like farmer in the midwest who who would be like 40 days really no way you know or whatever like like sorry to all the 
Farmers sorry, and yeah. Farmers. Sorry for doing our, the like farmer fans. Hoboken, or Hoboken, <laughs> not New Jersey. <laughs> and to all of our Jersey fans. <laughs> sorry to the state of New Jersey as well. Our Hoboken fans are like, wait, I don't sound like that. <laughs> what the fuck? I think you got us confused with those Midwestern fans. Yeah. Uh, uh, See, so yeah, I think this movie's like pretty sexist. It's kind of written obvi- with an obvious, obviously from like the male gaze. Uh, the whole, like, uh, the way all the characters are written, like, caricatures of human beings is very bizarre. Um, and, uh, I, I didn't care for the movie. On, on this watch. Uh, on this watch. I used yeah. to like this movie, yeah. and maybe I should have just, uh, <laughs> I wonder what would happen if I had not watched it again, and I just tried to fake it. Yeah. Like, for the show. And then I'd be like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, like, Paulo Costanza was very funny. And... <laughs> yeah. There was a scene with the blacklight. That was pretty yeah. funny. Well, that I, I remember very well. Yeah. Getting that... getting laughs. Yeah. Like, where he's like, I want to make sure no uh, fluids have been <laughs> discharged. Yeah. Uh... So, at some point in my life, somebody uh, told me I reminded them of Paulo Costanza. And That's... I was... I don't uh, see that at all. I don't know how I feel about it. Um... I mean, no, I don't really see it, but I don't not see it. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's something sure. that's like, you're not, it's not off, but it's, yeah. there's a vibe there. Okay. You know who I always get Paul Costanza mixed up with is uh, John Abrams. Is that from Meet oh, the yeah. Fockers? Meet the Parents. Yeah. 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 And Scary Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I always uh, get those two guys mixed up. I get it. Yeah. I, they have like the same haircut, I think is what. Yeah. yeah. And they like played that guy that's not that guy, but the yeah. guy that's close to that guy, but were not to the other guys. Gross, gross out so movies really in yeah. 2000. I bet you they tried out for the same parts. At Possibly. Least once. Uh, probably at least like... once or twice. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, we should get to. Speaking of parts missed. Sure. Uh, did you guys did you guys like that up at all? Like oh, Josh like Hartnett? who was supposed to be in no, this movie? Just like at the time of this like movie, like how big he was, and to like consider yeah, like, well, the type of we were talking about this on the last episode that he uh, because of his obligations with Miramax and this movie and Blow Dry, he could not be in uh, Queen of the Damned, which is the last movie we talked oh, about. Oh wow! He was supposed to be Lestat. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be Lestat. Um, and I then, don't know. I don't know if there's a winner there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think Lestat, that would have been bad for his career. This honestly probably was better for his career than yeah. that movie. Oh, this yeah. was great. I mean, it had Shannon Sausage. Like... <laughs> um, but I also mentioned on the last episode that uh, Hartnett uh, w- was supposed to be in Brokeback Mountain, or was considered mm-hmm. for Brokeback uh, for the Jake Gyllenhaal part. Interesting, with but, the, all this Gyllenhaal connection. But he was uh, already doing the Black Dahlia. Oh, so. I just recently saw that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. You know, I it's, wouldn't put it on any top five for Josh. Uh, I'm gonna, Josh H, I'm but... gonna bring it up a little later. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it personally in sure. the top five, but yeah, I'd respect other people who would. Um. So are we are we at final thoughts at this point? I mean, I mean are we yeah. are we like still doing like I mean, a, a countdown? 
No, no. I mean, the oh clock's God, no, over. We got through the. We got through the movie. We went outside, Man. had your cigarette. You came back. We can. We could. I guess we could talk about Hartnett a little bit, then give our final thoughts on the yeah. movie, and then do box office and stuff. Sounds good. So yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Um, so so for Hartnett, uh, like we already said, he movie-wise, he was in The Faculty and Halloween H2O in 1998, mm-hmm. and then um, Virgin Suicides in, two, uh, in uh, 1999, and then um, Pearl Harbor, right, would have been his next movie, 2001? Uh, well, 2001, he's in a lot. Yeah. Um, so he's in, in 2001, he's in Blow Dry, mm-hmm. he's in uh, a very... Pan, uh, panned movie uh, Town and Country oh, Warren Beatty which comedy. I never saw no but... I don't yeah. that movie is supposed to be terrible <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've seen it but I do remember at one point being like you know like cutting out pictures of like Josh Hartnett pictures <laughs> from like GQ magazines and I was like oh that that sounds familiar from yeah. Town and Country mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who's seen Town and Country uh, Gold, Goldie Hawn's Goldie in that right I think is in that yeah yeah I, know. Uh, I I remember it took me a while because like at the time like the town and country van mm-hmm. was like yeah. every soccer mom had that mm-hmm. <laughs> right so I was like where can I find the yeah T- town and country the movie famously not screened for critics <laughs> yeah yeah I remember that yeah um also uh, Diane Keaton is in that movie and Andy McDowell mm. oh um, it's almost worth a watch. Almost. Uh, Pearl Harbor is also that year, so uh, that's a big one, I guess. Pretty epic. Uh, I think that movie is very bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably my least favorite Michael Bay movie. Um, come on. But that might be for another. There's like two Transformers that you can't understand a thing that's happening in it. He hates the Transformers. I do hate too. the Transformers. Yeah. He also hates Pain and Gain. Hate painting game. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm on here, you say that, and it like I want to just like get so angry because it's such did a you, movie that I think you would like. Did you see painting game? I did, but we didn't see it together. No, I saw it recently. I saw mm. it within like the last like three years. Terrible movie. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So. So that's what Hartnett was doing, like and before. Then, he was being the biggest then, oh. movie star alive at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 2001, I mean, was, huge year for him. That's was four insane. movies. Four movies in one year. Um, I mean, Pearl Harbor, a lot of people saw that, obviously. Yeah, I o, saw it. O is pretty well remembered. Um, I don't know like how good that movie is. I've never seen it. Tim Blake Nelson? Directed by Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Um, didn't like it too much. That was like at, at a time. time. When did Love and Basketball come out? Because I felt like it was like at that time of like moody basketball movies where <laughs> that, I would like. Yeah, Love and Basketball. I think was like two thousand. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. or, or if not, like yeah, around there. Criterion Collection. Film. Yeah, Ooh. Love and Basketball. Oh, worth it. Um. Yeah. So that was two thousand one. So then this would have been his first movie of two thousand two. Hartnett. Because mm. this was March. Uh, and she was just coming off Night's Tale, so it was kind yeah. of like an apex for She was popping. For both, yeah. for Did sure. he really, he didn't have like a ton of, I mean, I guess like in Here on Earth, he had like Lily Sobieski as like a counterpart, but was he wasn't in too many rom-coms? 
Am I not remembering that? Like, he was in well, the ensemble. Yeah, because O yeah, is not, really. not a rom-com. And he's definitely not the... the yeah, he's the manipulator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we Black Hawk Down. We now. forgot to mention Black Hawk Down. Yeah, right. as well. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the biggest one of all of them. Cause, yeah. Uh, what's that? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, yeah. yep. Uh, that cast was incredible, too. That's a movie we're going to talk about on this show. Not because it came out in 2002, but it did come out on DVD in 2002. Yeah. Uh, because that movie, like, dominated the box office for, like, the whole month of January (laughs) for all those episodes that we did, because it was, like, number one, because it was released, like, limited in December, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I think it's still somewhere, like, even at this point, in the top 20 or something, Adjusted for inflation. No, no, I just mean, like, it's still in the top box office, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, so that's where Hartnett is at in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like a young leading man, I yeah. guess, basically at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So th- I think this is kind of like Kelly said, like an opportunity for him to kind of like show a new side of him. Right. I guess would be yeah. Yeah, it's definitely more rawy than mm-hmm. most of his dramas. Yeah, you know, even though he was he was kind of a genre guy for yeah. I mean like started with horror started with horror mm-hmm. and then teen stuff yeah <laughs> very drama with yeah. uh we had some oh bit. it was kind of like it was it was like a nice like especially like being that age and just being like oh there's this thing and then the next thing you know I'm like watching Black Hawk Down with like asking my parents yeah. to take me to go see that because <laughs> I secretly just wanted to watch Josh Hartman in it <laughs> And like Eric Bana, I was like, no, I really am interested. Like, I am. It's like, yeah. I love the music or something. Yeah. Yeah. You're interested. I love Sam Shepard in The War in Somalia. Yeah. I didn't say that for the record. I did not say that. I did not indicate that. What's wrong with Sam Shepard? You love The War in Somalia? Uh, But, yeah. So. I guess before we talk about our, like, favorite Hartnets, like, quickly we could say where Hartnett's career went post 40 Days, 40 Nights, which is, didn't do, like, a whole lot, right? Like, I mean, he was in stuff for the next five years, I but... I mean, he was peaking for a long time. I yeah. think that there was, like, a, probably, like, a, um, like, a intentional focus away from certain things. Yeah. Um... Because you can talk about the things that he turned down or the things that he didn't take, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I think there was like a like a more of an intentional kind of like shifting. It yeah. does feel like he did try, and uh, maybe like he just wanted to do different kinds of movies, and maybe that's why he didn't become a bigger star is because he didn't allow himself to be typecast in any specific yeah. way. Um, because if you look, yeah, I mean, if you look at his stuff after, I mean, Hollywood Homicide. Yeah, that uh, would have been the next year. That next definitely year. got me into the theaters. Uh, <laughs> oh, I saw that in theaters. Yeah, this was the 40 Days, 40 Nights was the reason why I saw probably anything that came out, like, in the next last 10 years, or the following 10 years of yeah. this year. Uh, then he did, like, an erotic thriller, kind of. Oh, Wicker, Wicker Park. Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A movie I like always kind of had a interest in seeing. Yeah, but I've never seen. I've never seen it. But I've never seen it. But I've, but I've, uh, you didn't see that one in theaters. 
Yeah, I never saw that. Maybe one we either. should all watch it. Yeah. Di- Diane Kruger, right? Oh yeah. And uh, like, Rose Byrne. Like, Rose Byrne. That's Burn. it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, we should. That would be. Uh, and then Sin City. Sin City was also fun. That was definitely like an opportunity, like not a leading role for him. Another ensemble. Like he didn't yeah. do a ton of like expected. I think I don't know about Town and Country. I haven't seen it. Maybe he has like a, a romantic relationship in that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he might be like kind of a young heartthrob or whatever in that. Yeah, I've like never even seen in that. even in a Pearl Harbor. You know, he was the one that died. Like there wasn't. Like, oh, that's right. He's like definitely like the. It's an interesting perspective. I mean, his his major Hollywood career is kind of over after thirty days of thirty. 30 days of night, not yeah. 30 days and 30 nights. <laughs> 30 days and 30 nights, yeah. It's uh, the prequel. Uh, it's the test run. Yeah, so it was like Sin City, uh, Lucky Number Seven, Lucky Number Seven, Black Dahlia, Resurrecting the Champ, and Black Dahlia. And you said Black Dahlia <laughs> oh, twice. 30, oh, 30 days, days night. 30 days of night. Yeah. I like the Black Dahlia. I recently saw it. I read the book, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, this is enjoyable. It, like, aligned with my expectations yeah. on the book, and I was... I, I, yeah. I enjoyed his performance in it. It felt like everything that he's in, he, he's always like, oh, there's, like, the the young guy, you yeah. know? Which is, like, yeah. a hard thing to, to not have when you're, um, like, so big at such a young age. Yeah. That, like... Ever, any of the movies that you try to play an adult, you're still like you know in your twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought he did a good. job I also that. recently rewatched Black Dahlia. Yeah, because I was rewatching like a bunch of De Palma movies, so I I watched that because I was like, I remember not liking this in theaters, but I thought I would give it another shot, and it because it famously was like cut down from three hours, like it was oh a, a three hour movie, but it got cut down to like a little less than two hours. And I think it is hard to follow because of that. Like, it is a confusing movie. But I've also read some of the book, so it helped. Yeah, kind I was going to say, the book is so phenomenal. And it's the book is really that, good. like, you're, like, I, I felt pretty, like, secure in my understanding of the story that it could have had massive yeah. chunks gone. And I would have been like, all right, but the, this point. Yeah, but the movie is, like, kind of confusing because it's, like, missing a lot oh, of... Oh, yeah, it definitely is ...connective yeah. tissue. But I will say that I think he is actually pretty good in the movie. It's funny because I think of him as being an actor that gets kind of, like, disrespected in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, for being, like, you know, he's kind of squinty. Yeah. And, and he was, like, a pretty boy, you know? Like, I feel like that was his reputation where... God, like, I wish that were my reputation. My reputation. <laughs> yeah, same. He's uh, uh, kind of a squinty, pretty boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, kinda, I always kind of liked that he like talked at a very low volume and squinted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't really consider the squinting. Oh, uh, I to rewatch some stuff. Oh yeah, I, that's what the I think of. Hour, when I think he was of. always in in my mind. He always kind of looked oh, he like he had a, a gentle breeze yeah, blowing yeah, in his like face. Yeah, the perfect. What would you can. say to me? Yeah. I'm Josh Hartnett. I mean, I can't do a voice, but it's just like a oh, just like a low low register. Uh, but the reason I was just talking about the Black Dahlia and how I think he's pretty good in it, it brings me to my number five on my Josh Hartnett list. What is the list? Just like movies that I think he's really good in, or movies that I think. Are like pretty good that okay, he okay. is in that he's had a part in. Yeah, yeah. 
So your top movies. My top heart now. Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I think we should five. all talk about our top five Josh Hartnett movies. Let's do it. Yeah. Unless somebody wanted to add something else that I glossed over. No, I, I don't know if I have five movies that I like from Josh Arnett. <laughs> or, or top three, whatever works. I'll do top three, I guess. Okay. Give us your top three Josh Hartnett anecdotes. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I well, don't think I have one. <laughs> I, I was going to say that we could go like round robin, like each of us like do our top you know, let's do it. But but Dan only has three, and I thought of, I thought of five. And you, Kelly, I you got a list, but of... it's 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 we can we can we can wing it. Okay. Well, I'll maybe I'll just do all mine right now. Then. Do it. Do okay. it. Okay. So my number five is Black Dahlia because I don't I don't think that movie's great, but that's mostly because of like studio interference. Okay. I think. Okay, so it still made your top five. Yeah, because I think I think he's actually like pretty good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I and agree. from what I, I've read of the book, he's like a good fit mm-hmm. for the character. So that's number five. Number four for me would be Thirty Days of Night, which I think is like a pretty good vampire movie. Uh, although on our last episode when we talked about vampire movies, that didn't make my top top list i mean i don't think that movie's great but i remember thinking it was like pretty yeah it's a good one yeah Yeah. so in the venn diagram of top zombie movies and top josh hartnett movies this is gonna be in that little sliver yeah absolutely yeah um (laughs) and then my number three this might be like kind of a hot take once you hear my whole list but my number three is black hawk down okay my number two is The Faculty, and my number one is Virgin Suicides. All right, all right. I think Virgin Suicides is the best of all those. As far as movies that... As far as movies go. he didn't go. have, like, the biggest part in it. But he didn't it have a huge pretty, part, but he's, like, a, like a good he's choice a good for... Oh, yeah, he's so well cast. For Trip Fontaine. Mm-hmm. And that's also a great character name. It's such a great character name. Yeah. Well, that's actually my omission because I haven't seen the Virgin Suicide right. somehow. Oh my god! Which is weird because I saw Forty Days and Forty Nights before you saw. Oh Virgin yeah. I, which is funny too because I've seen every other Sofia yeah. Coppola movie too. I actually bought the Virgin Suicides on Criterion 4K okay. uh, like a week and a half ago, so I own oh, it. Okay. I just so haven't gonna, watched it yet. So you can I, watch it this month. I meant yeah, I'm going to, and I meant to watch it before this, so I would have some further. Hardnet context, but I didn't get around to it. Um, it's, it's it's a journey, you know. It's it is an odyssey, if you will. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Hardnet top three, I guess, is Thirty Days of Night. Number three, it was between that or Lucky Number Eleven, but I'd probably have more affinity for Thirty Days of Night. Um, I don't think Lucky Number Eleven is very good for the, for context <laughs> or for more information, I guess. But uh, number two is the faculty. Number one's Black Hawk Down. All right, that's all right. Mine. So you both went with Black Hawk Down, even though he's like not a. Well, he had Black Hawk Down at number three. Yeah, I had it three. But I, but I mean, as far as like your top fives. Well, I think it's. How much of the like, time is he? Is like fifteen, fifteen percent? Don't get me wrong. He was in the poster, so he's he, like. Yeah, he, he's in quite a bit. He's, he's the done. main soldier. I'm gonna I have would to watch say. it again. I'm gonna have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's an ensemble movie for sure. But I would say he's kind of like your. 
Yeah. Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. You know right. how he's kind of the main one, even though it's about a bunch That's of them. True. He's your Caviezel from The Thin Red Line. Sure. He's your Jake Gyllenhaal well, from Thin Red Line Red. maybe is not a movie <laughs> that I would say has a main character. Like, nobody yeah. has more than, like, ten minutes of right. screen time in that movie, but... But yeah, he's I, I I think of him as kind of the main one in yeah. Black Hawk Down, and he's on the poster. And he's it's also just if you're looking at his movies, I would say objectively, probably uh, in his upper echelon of his career. Absolutely. Whether or not it's your number one or whatever, but it's also like a top Ridley Scott movie, and like top Ridley Scott movies are like yeah, pretty, it's pretty top. It's it's I mean in it, my top. For Ridley Scott's, I think. Yeah, because yeah. Ridley Scott, we ranked his movies in quarantine yeah. together. Yeah. Because this was cool shit that we did. Yeah. And uh, where was Prometheus? Lower, not that high. Yeah. Okay. This is but I, I did buy Prometheus to give it another shot recently. So. Another shot. But um. Uh. Yeah, Ridley Scott has a weird, weird list because. He's got, like, a couple really high highs, like Blade Runner and Alien, mm-hmm. and then yeah. maybe Thelma and Louise, too. Um, but then after that, it's kind of like, well, I don't I don't know that he's really made any other Gladiator? classics. Yeah. We don't love Gladiator. We, that's true. We don't love Gladiator. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I like how we said that, like, a couple almost. I know. Like, we don't love like, Gladiator. Well, <laughs> I, well, allow me, me to speak for Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I do know that we, like... like I can speak for myself, Dan. We feel pretty similarly about Gladiator. You know a yeah. Ridley Scott movie I really like, and I've been trying to get Andrew to watch it. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see The Last Duel? No. Last year? That movie's no. actually pretty Is good. Is it? Um, yeah. Don't say that. I mean, okay. I just... I had a hard time with all the blonde <laughs> the looks in that movie are pretty funny. I Damon's it's gonna especially. get it's, it's like real hard for me to like see the trees. I, my forth. single favorite Ben Affleck performance ever is in, in that thing. is in the last. Not as Bartleby. No. Bartleby. I'm. I'm not opposed to watching The Last Duel. It's just something I just haven't found the time to sit down. Yeah, and watch. I mean, a friend say a friend gives you a, a digital copy for a movie. HBO. Yeah, but before yeah. before it was even on HBO. Yeah. Say a friend gives you a digital copy of the right. movie and says, "Hey, here's a here's a 2021 movie," and also we're talking about 2021 movies on our podcast. Here's a movie you should watch. I'll watch. give you this thing that I purchased with my real like, hard earned dollars. Would I you watch it? Away with the digital copy of this? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what most people would do oh. in that <laughs> scenario, right? Oh, uh, okay. I, I mean, you can you <laughs> could you could ask that. Andrew for it. He might give it to you. If yeah, you want it. If you want to borrow Dan's digital copy, you can't borrow the last duel. It's it's, oh, it's yeah. whoever's it's either... for life. Once oh you yeah. It. Oh, I couldn't possibly yeah. care. Uh, so I still have to watch the last duel. <laughs> I'll get it by hook or crook. It is also, I think, still I think on it's HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, and it's pretty good. But all right, all right. I'll Josh Hartnett's not in them. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, yes. Bye uh, bye. Uh, so what? What's your yeah list. top three hardness? All right, so I did or a top list. five. Or I, did a, I did. I yeah, did top five, but these were my top Josh Hartnett high school care or just I guess students. Okay. Because I realized perhaps one of them is not high school. <laughs> All right, number five, H two O. Mhm. Mhm. Three here on Earth. Have you seen it? Mm. Ah, 
neither of you have been like no i didn't see teenage girls and it kills me yeah Ugh. well then i forgot about that movie so good. And Chris Klein. I just listened to your episode on Rollerball. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, Chris Klein. I mean, it was a mashup. It was an absolute mashup. That's the thing. It's like Josh Hartnett didn't go like with the... You know what I mean? See, I think... I feel like Chris Klein and Josh Hartnett are two actors who maybe are thought of similarly. And they don't and deserve be. to be no, at no, all. No, no, Because no. Chris Klein's an awful actor. Hartnett does not deserve that. Well, that's, no. what, that's what made 40 Days and 40 Nights so cool, was that, like, it was kind of like a raunchy teen comedy that Chris Klein might be in, but Josh Hartnett was, like, an actual actor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not, like, to, like, just, like, just to, like Certainly like, on go a in on way other but, like, caliber. just in terms of, like, the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? All great movies. Perhaps some of them are more watchable than others. Mm-hmm. Alright, so number three. Oh. Okay. Gotta go with that one. Number two. Virgin Suicides, mm-hmm. for reasons we've already discussed. And number one is Faculty. There nice. was something about, like, watching him, like, pack ballpoint pens with, like, like Coke or whatever yeah. drug he was making. There was like, oh my god. That, so that might be, like, sweet. the definitive Hartnett performance. Because yeah. I just think, I always think of his hair and, and the, it the shirt him, that he's you know? wearing. Oh, yeah, the bangs. And, uh, yeah, like, he's handing people the drugs. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. He's like, and he has, like, a long sleeve shirt under a short sleeve shirt. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I almost bought a faculty t-shirt on this, like, horror movie <laughs> merchandise. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't feel like spending, like, $35 on it's a exactly shirt or what whatever. Yeah. Really cool <laughs> 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 this is, like, this is, so, our, I, I might revisit eventually. Though. To people that aren't in the room, Kelly yes. is wearing a shirt that cost her thirty dollars. She said, "Because <laughs> you, you just yeah, oh thirty five. Because you just said this. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure everybody knew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that yeah. is the case. Uh, um. So yeah. And also, his name is Zeke in that movie. Oh, that is right. And that's like such a like an iconic Josh Hartnett role where it's like he's the hot guy main character, but like he also is like he's a good teammate. You know what I mean? He's got a good team with them and he'll pass the ball. I think if you're going I think if you're going by like character slash performance, the faculty's the one for sure. That's it's like his most memorable. It was such an iconic was it like ninety nine? Eight. Ninety eight, ninety eight movie. Yeah. So iconic. So if you're watching Forty Days and Forty Nights, you should have just watched the faculty instead, if you haven't already seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no bone, no bones about it, that. Mm-mm. I don't know why I said that that way. <laughs> no, but... no, beans <laughs> no, bone, no bones about that. Uh, I Just thinking about it, he was pretty involved with, like, Miramax and Dimension. Like, eight, Halloween H2O, The Faculty, 40 Days, 40 Nights. Who did um, Teaching Mrs. Tingle? Like, it was all at the same time. I think that had, that was Dimension also. Right. Yeah. There was like an, it was like Dimension were the kings of 90s. Yeah, like late 90s teen horror movies. It was so, and like, Faculty had aliens in it. It was, it was cool. Jon Stewart getting, That is uh, right. Like. His arm chopped off. It's like a chemistry (laughs) teacher or something. Yeah. Yeah. The Faculty's pretty good. Really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. And what was your number one, Kelly? Faculty. Faculty, yeah. <laughs> that's just that's wanted what to con- it was. Just wanted to confirm. Confirmed. So that that's our Hartnet top five. High yeah, do you guys know Hartnet like lives in the UK now, or at least he did for a long time? No, I didn't know that. I don't know why I thought of it, but like he was in like 
the, I think Penny Dreadful was like a BBC oh, production yeah? or whatever that because he was just like Isn't living. Is that like over a there. British story? Makes yeah, it's like probably. a version. Of, it's like a Peaky Blinders. Yeah, and uh, like less, less Peaky show. and more Penny. Yeah, oh. and he was also in the last Guy Ritchie movie. That's right. Oh, and he's gonna be. I'm oh, sorry. Wrath of Man or whatever that was called. Yeah. Never heard of that. It's not very good. Yeah. Okay. People like it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be in the new um, Black Mirror. That got that news was just like I mean. Oh really? Yeah. Are, according to the time that yeah. this was recorded. Uh, I will. I was just thinking about this. I think at some point he'll have like a career mm-hmm. resurgence. Like somebody will cast him like He's somewhere. He's gonna be like in a true detective. Something like somewhere well, down the line, people will be like. Did, did you look at his upcoming filmography? No, I, I, think I did he's not. He's already been it. I don't think he's ever left. He was. He did that like documentary, um, uh, like uh, series, uh, exterminate all the brutes. Was absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, I forgot who the the the, the director was. He's a Haitian uh, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But anyways, incredible documentary series, and he's like just kind of in it as like a a background like dramatization role oh mm. oh okay he's not like the narrator he's mm-hmm. like a uh, he's just like a reenactor exactly it's just kind of okay. like cool to see him in it where you're just like this is a really cool thing to be like a part of you know yeah i think he's like probably enjoying it a little bit can you imagine being 22 and literally everything is like attainable yeah no that's no <laughs> i assume that's how he was but yeah. i can't even wrap my head around about like yeah i mean the fact that he seems like pretty normal Mm-hmm. Just like Shannon Sossaman, like he doesn't seem like he's a total freak. Like he's not getting right. in trouble doing or like sexually assaulting people or whatever. You know, yeah, it's a very low bar to clear wait, to be wait. a normal person <laughs> in Hollywood. We'll have to revisit this episode at some point. Make a note of this for your notes, yeah. just in case anything. Um, um, I don't think. Well, he's <laughs> he's he's in a movie uh, coming out. I think next year. I don't think it's coming out this year. Maybe it's coming out late this year. But um, he's in a movie from a director who's well known for casting kind of like Christopher Nolan. Recl- yeah. yeah. Oh, is it a Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well then he's back. He's, he's back, on baby. the map. He's sorry. He's, I didn't mean he's to in... think that. I just like. I think I was like. I was thinking of Tom Berner, who's the the guy that was in Inception. Yeah. And Tom Berner. We always yeah. talk. We always Matt talk about Cunning. how he. Yeah, he casts like one of those guys yeah. in all of his movies. Um, yeah, he's in Oppenheimer, the mm. Robert Oppenheimer uh, movie. That oh, all Nolan's right. Doing. Yeah. See, the thing is, I don't think he ever left. I think he's just been like chilling. Yeah, yeah. he does. He does more like TV, random projects. I mean, he feels like a guy who works when he wants to work. Yeah, and does things that he wants to do. Doesn't he? Doesn't take a lot of like strictly for money jobs. Maybe I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I think he does just need that that role, and then he'll he'll get that Oscar nomination or supporting oscar nomination and then he's back right yeah he could just do like the nick cage um the four um, movies a year he's also yeah, in the upcoming thing. guy Ritchie movie as well oh okay operation fortune ruse de guerre hmm. which is uh one of the most unwieldy titles i've heard for a movie in a long time <laughs> Maybe um, it's a working title. It's not. There's a poster and everything. Yeah. Uh, I think it's already been released in the UK. Uh, but that's like a comedy. Okay. A spy comedy. I don't know. I haven't cared about a guy Ritchie in a long time. Yeah. Uh, 
So, uh, did we did we ever wrap up? Did we do we, final we do, thoughts? We gotta do final grades. thoughts grades for yeah. for for four years for and then we can move on. Um, do the last little stuff. Yeah. yeah, I just I'll go first. I just had issues with uh, every character in the movie pretty much because they didn't feel like actual human beings <laughs> who behaved in any kind of uh, believable way and. Yeah, the 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 female characters were underwritten, I would say, and that's putting it lightly. I was like, I I paused the the ending credits at one point, and a lot of the male characters had names like Rob or Jason or Tim, and like a lot of the ladies, they were credited as uh, hot chick at cafe, girl eating banana. <laughs> Hot chick at party. <laughs> so it's just I don't know. Um, d- didn't age super well. I- I'm gonna I'm gonna go with D for this one. The only reason maybe I didn't go lower is because I like I like the the lead actors well enough. The the laundromat scenes were all right, even though the rest of the movie was not. So I'm gonna go D. Well, I don't have a lot more to say about this. Um, I don't. Yeah, I. I everyone in this movie felt like a caricature of human beings as we kind of like talked about um it's like super misogynistic uh at times and um like that scene where like the bagel guy is like talking about vanessa shaw's character describing her when when josh hartnett first finds out that she's engaged yeah. And he's like explaining and he's like talking about which person she is at that other building. And he's like, he's like, oh, oh, uh, she just makes me want to. And then he starts like miming, humping the desk. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> this guy uh, should be locked away for <laughs> uh, probably crimes. Uh, and then just like the movie ending with like Vanessa Shaw, like for some reason, some I don't I don't know why they had to make that character that like dastardly or whatever for <laughs> no reason. Um and then just like having sex with him while he's chained up or like uh, and then like he asleep. Asleep and he's like dreaming and then she then he has to apologize to Shan Sossman, but he never tries to even explain it and then she's just like, Okay, you can kiss me now. And then that's just the way the movie ends. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, and then that scene where he's running around San Francisco and all the women don't have tops on, and Everclear is playing. Just bad movie. No, it's a D. <laughs> it's an odd. It's an odd one. Gosh, I feel like y'all just got divorced, and I'm like mixed up in the in the <laughs> in the aftermath. Um, yeah, I guess it, it, you know it's definitely pretty offensive, and I. Um, but I don't think that it's any different than literally anything else I oh, watched at that time. Oh, ever. no, yeah, it's um, it's all standard operating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's incredibly, sure. like, not diverse, and to be <laughs> honest, like, not interesting, but there is, like, a, a coolness about having, like, finally just a dumb movie that's supposed to be raunchy for girls. I was doing air quotes. Yeah. You can hear that. Um, so it was nice to kind of have, like, I mean, not that it was, like, uh, like as like a sadistic thing, but more of just like a um, being able to like 
like the girl and not have to be cringe at any of the things that she's doing and just kind of let the the uh, the the whatever the hell everything else was a part of the movie exist apart from it. I would give it um I'm probably going to give it a C plus. Okay. Yeah. As in like don't watch it. It's stupid. But <laughs> But you you didn't have it, a terrible time. With yeah, it. no. Yeah. It was nice to it was nice to just be like, "Oh man, it's funny how anyone cares about this guy's ability to like yeah. not have sex." No. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. Go. I I was just going to ask if there was a part that uh, like a moment that anybody can think of that made you like laugh out loud during this movie. There there was one for me that made me chuckle, but but not very many. Was there was there any no. that like made you go like <laughs> huh. um <laughs> the, No, it's a tough one, but like I would the closest I got was probably the uh checking for fluids. Okay. I think I laughed at the bagel guy bagel guy line. <laughs> yeah, like that's funny though. Yeah. You know my name. Uh, I, I think that's, like, actually, like, kind of a funny yeah. joke. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, like, very much against my better judgment, but when <laughs> Paulo Costanzo was like, hey, you had my In Diana Jones VHS tape mm-hmm. and the Temple of Poon, and mm-hmm. he was like, I spent an hour looking for this, and that's a long time. You know that's how a long, long, t- long that is to look for, or you know how long of a time that is to look for porn or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that that made me laugh. That was a good. And one. I couldn't help it. Uh, you mentioned the raunchy uh, comedy for women, and there's a movie. Maybe you'd like to come back and watch this movie that comes out in April of 2002. <laughs> oh goodness! So okay. not that far away. I mean, probably. Oh, realistically, really? a few I I know months. exactly what you're talking but about. But it is kind of. I would say the most ultimate example of a raunchy sex comedy written by and starring and marketed towards women. Oh, God. Uh, it's the sweetest thing. Oh, uh, Selma Blair. Selma yeah. Blair. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Oh, God. I, oh, okay. You don't have to if you don't Listen, want to. I'm just uh, offering you oh, are, the Are you coming back for that one? I can. I can. Coming back to the I, I feel like I'm in this like weird... This weird comedy situation. I want. I want to be considered for good movies. Like <laughs> no, you absolutely can. We'll send out the list and stuff. But uh, it's like we're just telling just... telling you to come back for like the worst shit. No, uh, I thought of you. Very meaningful. <laughs> hey, for, Hearts Crossword. War is the the best one of the ones that you've. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe you don't think that. I don't think that because you you thought this was was better than Hearts War, which uh, is fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't care about anything that happened in Hearts War. I don't <laughs> really care. I, this movie had Shannon Sossman. If you put Shannon Sossman in yeah. Hearts War, I would have felt differently. Yeah. Well, uh, we do get a new box office to look at. Okay. Uh, which we haven't had that in a, a while because we've been doing a bunch of movies that came out on the same day. Uh, this movie came out March 1st. Uh, it opened at number two. The box mm, office wow. wasn't even number one. What was number one? Number one was We Were Soldiers, oh, which is our next Andrew. episode. Andrew, we're going to be... You're responsible for. Well, he saw both that weekend, right? I did see both that oh, weekend, okay. yeah. So he, he's kind of neutral in all of this. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to be covering that on our next episode. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, uh, it made uh, $12.2 million opening weekend. It went on to gross 37.9 in the States and added somehow pretty respectably another 57 million internationally. So this movie that's pretty made good. $95 million. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, estimated budget of 17 million. So yeah, this movie was a success for yeah. for uh, Miramax. Definitely. Um, yeah. Now what about critical reception? Right, that uh, that you'll have to take a guess on. I actually haven't looked it up, so I guess I can guess too. Uh, so let let's do let's guess the Rotten Tomatoes score first. Okay. By the way, Black Hawk Down was still number thirteen at the box office okay. this weekend, so it was still around. Yeah. Yes. Um, um. Well, I remember this movie not being very well reviewed. I do remember Ebert, Ebert gave it, it a favorable review. I think some critics like thought it was okay, if I remember right. And I also think at the time there were critics that um, took issue. And rightfully so with the the Vanessa Shaw stuff. The, the, I mean that is a pretty yeah, yeah. bonkers plot. I do remember reading reviews where people brought that up and were like, "That's a weird way to end the movie." Yeah, her raping Josh Hartnett. But <laughs> but then not it's not called that at all. And no, also she not like, in the movie. And also she like I guess made money off of that too. She made like twenty thousand dollars. She like bet didn't she? Yeah yeah yeah. That's right. Does she like end up like in a pile of poop or anything like we see in all the Yeah, she doesn't get any comeuppance at all. No, that's that's a very weird thing cuz yeah. like I feel like in a normal like 2002 movie like yeah. like <laughs> in, covered in manure. Or yeah, like there'd be like like the credits would be rolling but there'd be like a little square in the top corner yeah. of the screen and she'd be like get hit by a car or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, she just dies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was killed in the hit and run. It's she like hits. on the news or whatever and Josh Hartnett sees it and just turns the TV off and yeah. goes back to what he was doing. She's she... like cyber nannying and it's like yeah. a snuff film of her. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, Vanessa Shaw is cyber nannying? No. no. Shannon is cyber nannying. Oh, God. And she's got killed. It. Oh, and she finds a snuff film. <laughs> that would be a lot to digest in the post-credits. When did this turn into it's all set up. It's yeah. all set up. Listen, we're still in the shed. Yes. 2002 right. HQ. Yeah. Uh, so, I I think this was, like, not very well-reviewed, but, like, not terribly reviewed. I'm going to say it probably got, like, a 34%. Okay. Kelly, we guess? Yeah, so are we going with critics or... Critics. Critics. Yeah. I would say it got... 56. I think it's over the 50% line. Okay. I'm I'm going to split you two. I'm gonna, I was going to go 44. Okay. So I'm going to go basically right in in between. Um so let me type it in now cuz I didn't type anything in because I didn't want to potentially have it spoiled because I normally don't guess and I kind of like the idea that I get to guess now <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, well, welcome to the game. Yeah, thanks. So this movie uh 39% Wow. Well, what did I just wow. say? You said 34%. Okay. I said 44, so Uh-oh. it was right in the middle. Uh-oh. And then you, what did you have? 56? 56. Okay. You know what? It's the Roger Ebert reveal. Throw me off. <laughs> the critics' consensus, as romantic comedies go, 40 Days and 40 Nights is smutty, 
sexist and puerile. There you go. Okay. Those are some of my favorite words. Yeah. (laughs) Smutty. It's one of mine. Um, Yeah. So that uh, that's the critics, and you pull yeah. up the cinema score. Yeah. So one more thing we have to guess, which is the cinema score, which is what uh, audiences thought of it. So they do like exit polls where they're like, "What grade would you give this right, movie?" Right, right. And this is just like normal people, not critics. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an A, B, C, D, F scale, what do we all think? I'm typing it in right now. I say B. I'm gonna go B plus. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm gonna go B plus as well. So B Close. B for Kelly. Yeah. We're all we're all right in that same ballpark. Yeah. Like not not like an A A movie, but I mean it could be higher. That's the thing that we've really noticed is doing the cinema scores since we started doing it. Is the audiences really like most movies. Interesting. Yeah, like most movies. The jaded years after post 2008 well i think it's mostly like even if the worst stuff that comes out now like those people had to have already had an existing you know interest in seeing it so it's like someone seeing 40 days and 40 nights probably wanted to see it so they're more likely to get a good grade versus someone i mean i yeah i guess right you know someone could have just it's a young people movie yeah it's yeah. a young people movie, and it's like, how, what yeah. are young people feeling? Maybe they're not feeling Crossroads, but... Right. Yeah. So, the official cinema score for this movie is a B. Oh! Nice. I, you well know, done. I really yeah. just, like, I, I listened to my body, and they yeah. was just saying, like, Spoke B, to you. B, 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 and I was like, B, 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 make sure it's B. Well, there it is. There it is. It's 40 is, Days and 40 Nights. That's 40 Days and 40 Nights. We talked about the plot in 40 Minutes. Yeah. And we talked about a bunch of other stuff for longer. It's still a minutes. shorter episode than, than um, we've done recently, I think. Uh, I would say no. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it's on the shorter side. I would say it's almost an hour well, shorter. Well, you're going to cut it, that. right? Like a bunch? Yeah, I mean, a bunch, maybe. A little bit. A little bit. It's going to be long. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. But it's, it's, shorter, it's shorter than our last episode. I know that. Definitely. Uh, uh, yeah. So, anything anybody wants to plug before we depart, Kelly? Um, oh my goodness. Uh, sure. Follow me on Instagram, Kelly H A Y T C H. That's at K E L L Y A Y T C H. I don't know. I do post things that I think are fun. Um, yeah. And uh, be don't be jerks. Yeah. Very nice. Dan? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to plug? Uh, Nothing. No. Uh, uh, just follow our podcast that you're currently listening to yeah. if you're hearing this on uh, Instagram. Subscribe. Review us on there. Uh, I need still need to come up with some sort of incentive to get more reviews because all of our reviews are good, but we need more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we need more, we, more good reviews. I, I, I need more reviews. Yeah. Uh, and then see you next uh, next time for We Were Soldiers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, we'll have a very special guest, aka Travis. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We have Not so the schedule. Uh, by the time anyone's hearing this, will be out for yeah March. 
2002, and we have a guest for, I would say, most of the episodes. Yeah. And there's a lot of movies in March, so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, including uh, Ice Age and Blade 2. Mm-hmm. E2 Mama Tambien. Mm-hmm. I think also the Michael Haneke film, uh, The Piano Teachers, March 2002. Yeah. So we got a lot. Yeah, and, it's a lot. Uh, Harrison's Flowers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, with Dennis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dennis Hunter will be here for uh, Harrison's Flowers. Every time I, I bring that up to him, I'm like, so, you getting ready for the Harrison's Flowers episode? He gets really mad at me. <laughs> well, he's got to be on it now because we mentioned it on mic. <laughs> so. Excited uh, for him to text us after this episode <laughs> comes out. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. And we'll uh, we'll catch you next time for We Were Soldiers. Oh yes, we were. Oh yes, we were. That's a little teaser for the next episode. Yeah. Adios. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> She's looking at us like we're crazy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>